Yo, 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 what's good? Yo, what's what's good? What's good, people? What's what's popping with y'all, man? What's goody? What's good? What's good? What's good? Hey man, fam. It's a lot going on right now. Uh Dave. Another L, bro. Another L has occurred. We got skull clapped uh by by the Minnesota Vikings in our own stadium. Um and uh yo, I mean it's part of course at this point. Um well I'm, we're literally par, so you got that right. <laughs> we're as even as we can be right now. Yeah, 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 man. So yeah, I mean it's it's unfortunate. Again, I, I did attend a game this weekend and uh was it what it was cool, it was a good game to go to back and forth, um, up until the end, made it interesting, and we couldn't we couldn't pull out pull it out. Uh, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, shout out to Austin, man. Austin uh, gave me a ticket to the game, so we was down in section 102, right there behind the end zone. Good, great seats, by the way. You can see everything. Um, so, but what's good? What's good though? What, how was your weekend, Dave? Before we get to this joint, yo, man, it was a. Uh, I mean, A and T loss, Carolina yeah. loss, but there was a versus last night. Okay, and I will say, might have been the best one. Might have been the best one. I ain't watch it. I gotta go back and watch it. You need to go back and watch watch it, Julian. You need to go. I know that's before your time. You know what I'm saying? You're talking Big Daddy K versus Carol Rest One. Come on, man. I mean, I know that. I know you know. I know. I know you want to be known as a young guy. You know what I'm saying? You got all. You got all. Got the T. Got the T right. You know what I'm saying? I know you want to be the young guy here, but it was a pretty good versus. All jokes aside, it was excellent. I don't. I don't think there were two better performers together at versus than this one. Big Daddy Kane and KRS1 showed out last night, bro. They showed out last night. Not bad for a bunch of folks pushing 60. They showed out last night, bro. By far. By far. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I got to go. I, I, I caught like a little second of it, but then I turned it off. Yeah, no, nice. um, it was it was, it was, was pretty good. I think a lot of folks didn't think Kane could, could hang, and I'm like, I don't think you understand Kane, but okay. So who won? I think Kane might have edged it out. Think so? Yeah, came on there. That one out. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch, but I think I think came out of edge that one out. I think it was close. Enough. I think what Kane did, Kane was really good at track selection in the certain moments because Kane's got a bunch of like people understand that KRS has some big big songs. Kane got some slammers too, man, and Kane knew when to when to put them in. Kane knew when to put them in, so. But it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was a hell of a show to watch. I will say that. All right. So let's. Uh, people came here for football, so we got to talk about some football, Dave. Um, we're gonna get into it. It's a, it's a lot, a lot to unpack, man. It we we Dave and I were a little sidetracked when we started off because we got the creators group chat, uh, and that's with us, C three, uh, and everybody else, and the shit is lit right now uh, because a particular topic came up. And y'all, 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 if you rocking with PMP, you know what you know what came up. 
you already know I ain't even gotta say it. Don't say nothing, Dave. You I ain't even you know man. what came up. You know what all came I'm doing up. right it's now. It's a little bit of redemption shit. going on right now, Dave. It's a little bit of redemption going on right now Just in the, a in the bit. chat. That's a little bit. Little vindication happening right now. You know what I'm Just talking about? Yes. Just a little bit. So just a tad. Just a little bit. Just a little just, bit. Just a little bit, man. Just a little bit. But all right, let's let's go ahead and jump into this, man. We got to give our uh our Patreon folks some love real quick. Uh let me share my screen right quick. Uh here we go. All right, so shout out to the Patreon members. Um, real quick, if you want to become a patron, uh go to uh patreon.com forward slash Panthenation PC. We got a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, I have, as you can see, I have fired up uh, the um, the draft profile, so the the 2022 NFL draft prospects. I have started breaking those down, and I dropped the videos in there first. So if you want me to uh, drop a particular profile on someone, uh, you get first, you know, requests are, are honored there. Uh, so and you get access to the videos first. Right now, I think they I got a Malik Willis in the tuck. Um, I think Patreon members already have access to it. Um, so I'll, I'll be releasing those when I have time, but if you want to come to Patreon, help support the channel, man, it's $3 just to, just to support, show you support for the channel, man. We work hard out here. Uh, so we appreciate all the support. So if you want to come to Patreon our patron, excuse me, go over to pa- patreon.com forward slash PC. All right. Uh, and shout out to all the free agents, man. It's a lot of y'all. Um, again, this is the $3 tier. It don't cost not cost much $3. A lot of y'all dropping in super chats. Hey, we appreciate the super chats. Uh, but YouTube takes a little cut, so we get about half of what you give us. Go ahead and, and, and drop it uh, and become a patron, uh, and, and we get way more of the cut from that. So appreciate the super chats. We won't knock, we won't turn them away. And look at eighty nine J Stub already already dropping in a joint. Um, I, I don't remember what I asked you, Stubbs. I don't remember what I asked you, dog. I forgot. But I did. I shout out to eighty nine J Stubbs. I ran to him. I did ask you if you wanted a drink. Is that what you want me to? <laughs> Hey, hey, the chat, y'all want to drink, bro? Because I did ask you that. That's what I do remember you asking. That's uh, how I, I, that's that's how much it, that's how many shots you had at the game, brother. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah, that, that group chat was lit. That group chat was lit. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's what it's lit. That's what the uh, the um the <laughs> chat is lit about right now. I, gave, was, I, I, I posted situation. I posted a clue for you guys. I posted this in there, and nobody wanted to talk to me, man. Yeah. Y'all can figure it out. What y'all can figure out what these numbers mean. All right, uh, go uh, the franchise player. I don't know why this slides out of order like that, but franchise guys, appreciate y'all. This is the ten dollar tier where you, you get early access to exclusive content, fantasy content, uh, draft content, anything else. You get early access to it, uh, especially our interviews. We do got an interview. I got a schedule. Uh, I got to call them. But I do have an interview in the tuck that we hopefully will um, hopefully will happen uh, probably this week, I hope. But I got to call him and set it up. We do have another interview coming out. The good, uh, former Panther, shout out to him. And y'all will soon see. Y'all will soon see. MVP, shout out to the MVPs. These guys get uh, access to an exclusive giveaway. Um, I think last month I gave away a $100 pristine auction gift card. So you can go over to pristine auction. That's where I purchase a lot of the giveaway stuff. I was too lazy to go ahead and order something. So I said, I'm going to give the money directly to the person. Uh, and so the person ended up winning uh, $100 to pristine auction. Uh, and I believe that was who won that joint? Uh, T Sween. T Sween won that joint. Shout out to T Sween. Um, 
but yeah, man. So shout out to uh, all the MVPs. We got a, another uh, giveaway coming up next month or this month. Uh, so you still got time to become an MVP member, a uh, level patron. All right. So let's let's move on. Okay. So um, let's talk about these injuries. I don't know. So Terrence Marshall, he, I think he went out. He left the game, but I didn't hear any updates from his his condition. I thought it was like a concussion, right? I know it was a concussion, but I don't know, like, is the, if there was it mild? We don't have any updates. Is he fine? Well, they, well the thing is, he's got to go through the protocol. So he, he he's not going to be yeah, able to play he, until he gets through the protocol. Yeah, but usually they'll be like, yo, he, you know, he's in the protocol. They ain't say nothing in the, in the press conference. I guess there was other things to talk about, more important things to discuss in the press conference. So they really did. They said, screw it. So I really didn't hear an update on uh, on team, on, on uh, Terrace Marshall. Um and uh, yeah, he got he got lined up pretty good, uh, if if you know what I mean. Uh, the, it, the the I, well, let me let me not say that. Let me not say what I'm going to say. He got lined up pretty good, uh, and uh, thrown over the middle like that will always get your 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 receiver hurt like that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I remember when y'all killed what's his name for uh, getting your boy jacked yeah. up. But uh, yeah. but anyway. Um, anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is on IR. We talked about that. We dropped the whole video about it. Won't be uh, back until week nine. Patriots Shaq, game. Patriots, Patriots game. Uh, yep. And Shaq Thompson should return. Uh, it, this is if, – if he's going to be out longer than this, then they should have put him on IR too. Maybe it will occur. But based off of what – and, again, we made this mistake before. We made this mistake before with, with, with Christian McCaffrey, Dave. So – we said that Christian McCaffrey should return this week, and then he ends up on IR after a return to practice, and, and there was some aggression there. So we're hopeful that Shaq Thompson uh, returns because if he misses another game, they might as well put him on IR, and there was no point in you know kind of letting him linger like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So um, any any other injury? I know Dennis Daly went out because uh, I was confused as to why. Uh, the bootleg Michael Jordan was in the game. No, not uh, the bootleg Michael Jordan. That's Michael Jordan. That's a guard. 6'6". Six, 6'6 six. Six, six guard? 6'6 six, six guard. Not from North Carolina? Not from North Carolina. Yeah, he was in the game. I was like, what's going on? I did, I'm at the game, so I didn't realize Dennis Daly got hurt. I, did, I didn't know that. So um, I think he went down with an injury, and that's why uh, the bootleg Michael Jordan got all the reps, or most of them anyway. Um, but uh, all right, so... um. No more injury update. I don't got nothing else. They didn't really talk about it at the press conference, which we'll talk about in a little minute, uh, in a second. I'm not sure what's 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 going on there. So um, that's all I got for injury updates. Yeah, uh, roster moves, no real roster moves made. However, Dave, we did work out two players, and this is important. We worked out a long snapper. No, we didn't. And we worked, and we worked no, we out didn't. a punter. No, we didn't. Why are we working on a long snapper for? We dropped one. No, we worked out a long snapper and a, and a punter. But according to Josh Klein, they usually come in pairs. Uh, usually, when you when you uh, work out a punter, they typically bring in a long snapper. That's according to Josh Klein. That ain't for me. So <laughs> they bring out the buddy. He said, well, that yeah, makes sense. That makes sense because you know he might. You know, when you're trying to make the team or something to that effect, you want to bring in somebody that you feel that, that that you're comfortable with to do the snaps for you for the punts and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah. The other the other long snapper we have is on IR, so that really don't. I I know I'm just joking because we drafted one. Carry on. Carry on. That's all the roster moves I got. Uh, there, there ain't nothing really happening, other than this, Dave. 
Stefan Gilmore is eligible to come to practice. That they we haven't heard any announcements. Matt Rule did talk about it during the presser. Did say that the plan was for him to play. I think uh, one of the one of the um, beat writers asked him, "Was he going to play?" And Matt Rule came out and said, "That's the plan. That was the plan when we got him." Again, I don't anticipate the dude hasn't played football in forever. Uh, he's been on, on on the pup list, so I don't expect him to come out there and play 100% of defensive snaps next week. But I do expect him to be out there. He's still got to learn the system. Uh, so just, you know, don't don't get your hopes up too high for Stephon Gilmore coming think, out there and being a lockdown corner. Thanks, C.J. Henderson. Yeah, thanks, C.J. Henderson. C.J. came in there. I think C.J. Henderson played like 15 snaps or something like that his first, his first week. They're going to ease him in. And shout out to C.J. Henderson, too. We were wondering where C.J. Henderson was, and apparently he had a shoulder injury um, and didn't quite feel right uh, on game day, so they ended up making him inactive, and that is why Shaw Smith was out there because Shaw Smith was not going to be out there if uh, C.J. Henderson was uh, was good to go. So g- it's great to see we got a, we got a good look at, at Shaw Smith, uh, but at the same time, we hope C.J. Henderson can be healthy. But it's interesting, Dave. It's interesting to see who they're going to deactivate um, when Stefan Gilmore becomes active and CJ Henderson comes back, uh, it's just going to be interesting to watch who gets who gets the shirts and who doesn't. Yeah. So just keep, keep Has, an eye is, on is Gilmore already taking a roster spot, or do we have to let somebody Mm-mm. go? He's on IR, so you don't count. Oh, but when he gets yeah. when he comes back, he's going to have to somebody's got to correct go. Somebody somebody's going to get their walking papers. Yep, somebody's got to go. So IR. And I think IR I have an idea. Don't and I think I have an idea who that somebody might be. Say his name. I think it might be the guy that got injured. Uh, Dennis Date. Dennis no, Daly? no, no, no. The one that got active, that was activated last week and then got hurt, had a weight problem. Oh no! Don't do that, Dave. Don't do that, Dave. If he's, I mean, well, he is on IR, so he don't really count, though. He's on IR. They moved. Him oh, they IR him. That is right. They yeah, IR'd they IR him. So okay. I'm about to say, Dave, what you talking about, man? What you talking about, Willis? Okay, never mind. What you talking about, man? That would have so, been the option, though. Nah, I, yeah, I, I think uh, the six six guard might might get his walking papers the way he played. But we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, you know, you know, the other six six guard got cut in his high school career too. So, well, this ain't high school, Dave. This the pros. I know. I know. It's the pros. All right, so moving on, moving on. Uh, Matt Rule and the presser. Very, very, very good watch. If you have not watched this presser, this is primetime TV. This is one of the best pressers that I've seen uh, from Matt Rule. The dude pretty much just laid it out there, Dave. He laid it out there. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you start, Dave. What did you think about the press conference? I always thought that Joe Brady was a temper hire, this press conference confirmed that he was, in my eyes. I, I So when he made the comment about the offense is going to be much different than it has been, that says a lot, sir. It, it, it does. It <laughs> that, does, Joe. Dude, it that, does. that told me so much. Because the thing is, man, we hired Rule. And I know people were like, well, you just don't like him. I was like, no, I felt like based on where where Rule came from, he seemed more like a defensive-minded coach. 
So the the Joe Brady conjurer didn't really fit what he was because a defensive minded coach wants to play great defense, control the ball, run the ball, own the time of possession. And a Joe Brady offense ain't built like that. You follow me? So like Joe Brady wants to throw the ball constantly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what his offense is. He was the passing game coordinator. You know what I'm saying? So Joe Brady wants to throw the ball a lot. And that's not what Rule wants to do. Rule wants to run the rock. Run the rock. It's, so that's, it's, inter- it's interesting, though. It's interesting, man, because I've heard Joe Brady say, fam, we want to run the football 30 times. Man, he said please. that. He's, I know. I'm, I'm just telling you. He man. says that. He says that. But then we get out in the games and we start slaying it. You you start putting the football in Sam Don's hands and he starts throwing the football 41 times a game. It, our you offense, you can't put it on. You can't put that on Sam like that. He ain't built like that. He ain't. Let me tell you something, though. If somebody wants to throw the ball a lot, let me tell you this. 38, 34, 39, 37, 41. Yeah. 35. Those are the those are the amount of times he doesn't amount of times Sam Darnold threw the ball in every he's game. A, he's a pass game coordinator. Exactly. That's who he is. That's his nature. That's if who Joe if Brady is. If you're trying to run the ball 33 times, 35 times a game, you don't throw the ball that many times, bro. Yo, and, and listen, and listen, man, I don't care how much of and people talk about it, it's a passing league. Yes, that is a 100% true. The league is passing the football more. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to run the football. You have to. Even, even the Chiefs, they run the football very well. They get overlooked because they got that, that gets overlooked because they have Patrick Mahomes, but they run the football well. Or in the Super Bowl year, they did. No, no, Even real talk, the- real, real talk. The further they put some crazy stat in there when the year that um the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, talking about Andy Reid teams, the more they won their ball, the further they got in the playoffs. When they abandoned the run, that's when they start losing. Yeah, you so have to run the football. You have to run the ball. I don't care. Even, it's even a if you talk, you have to run the football. Even if you like, we ain't got to go there. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady is considered the goat, right? Like he's considered the greatest of all time. Look at his seven Super Bowl teams. Six out of the yeah. seven were run first. They were. Facts. Facts. When he had Randy Moss and Wes Walker, he got there, but he lost the damn game. I mean, you got to be able to pound the rock. And you I got- know that's going to bring it. I know that's going to come back to, oh, well, we need to have McCaffrey. I mean, every Super Bowl team doesn't have a Christian McCaffrey on their roster. But you yeah, got to still do we it. Said that, we said that a thousand times, bro. Uh but yeah, man. So I mean, big yeah, that, that was the biggest takeaway from this pressure was fam. You know, we, you're gonna run. He I mean, he said it, yo, we're going to run the football more, we're going to protect the quarterback, and we're going to not turn the football over. That was Matt Rules. That's what he said. Now, is it our coach speak? Are they gonna execute? Because he also said, Dave, earlier in the week, that these was the best practices we ever had. And then we came out and looked like garbage. That gave me my warning shot that we could possibly lose this game. As soon as he said that shit, I'm like, if these are the best practices you had after week six, that says a lot. But whatever. So, I mean, I, I, it's it's hard. to it's, And I, I credit him, man. It's, it's hard to get up on that podium. And after your team stinks to bed, like, you got to get up. You got to get up there and keep it a buck. Like, and he was truthful. Like, everything he said, I, I, I agree with everything he said. 
So he says Sam has to be better. He calls Sam out for the – I think this is the first time he's called him out. Someone please correct me if I'm wrong. But this is the first time yeah. he's directly called out Sam Darnold, okay? And we it took eight turnovers in three games to do it, but or seven or whatever it is, seven or eight, whatever. It took all that for him to finally call him out by name and said he has to play better. This is the first time we heard it. It's about time, too. Yeah, he was. It, he was harsh. About, I, I grew up Perth. Perth says it was a harsh call out. Yes, it was. It, well, it was, was harsh. He said it by it name. It should have been. And he, kept, and he straight up talked about the number of turnovers, too. Because he knows. He knows he can't win them games with them turnovers. Right. And then, you know, you know we, he talked about the defense. He put the defense in bad places. See, and we're going to talk about it. Because the, de- the defense gave up a lot of yards. Yes, they did. Were they, were they, uh, are they free of any criticism? No. Absolutely they, not. They they deserve to be criticized for sure. Um, but well, he talked about that after the game too, because when he asked them about the on on Sunday, when he asked them about why they haven't been able to get to the quarterback, he talked about how they had to stop blitzing because the quarterback, the veteran quarterbacks, were able to figure it out pretty quickly. So, like in the first three games, they were blitzing like crazy, and they were being successful with getting sacks and things of the sort. But the last three games, that hasn't been the case. Because, like, when you try to do that with Dak, Dak will chew you apart. Dak will pick yep. you apart. Exactly, Dave. He talked about the, the caliber of quarterback you're going against has changed, right? You're talking the first three games we went up against Zach Wilson, we went up against uh, Jameis Winston, and we went up against uh, uh, Davis Mills. The, the, the caliber of quarterback, the intelligence of the quarterback you're going up against has changed. So you can't go out there and, yo, Kirk Cousins is getting rid of the football. They were, I mean, they were throwing the football so quick at times. They were just quick releasing and throwing it. Like, they're, you're going to get out-schemed now. Teams know what you're going to do. You got to adjust. You got to figure things out. And, again, look at who, what, who got, we got Daniel Jones. I wouldn't say that he's, you know, going to be that level of cow. And I guarantee you this week, watch what you see. I guarantee you next week we're going to see a multiple sack blitz. game. Gonna you're going to see a multiple sack game next week because of the caliber quarterback we're playing. We've got to be consistent. In 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 uh, when we're or we got to we've got to be able to figure it out, right? We've got to figure it out. And I told y'all going into this game, this was a concern of mine, right? We hadn't been tested from a receiver standpoint. Thielen carved us up. Uh, all the, I mean, Justin Jefferson too. They they got us. They they got us. They got, we gave really up damn, a lot of yards. Thielen, Thielen ball, yo. Thielen at one point had more receiving yards than Sam Donald had passing yards. Going into three quarters, which says a lot of how the game went. But, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, listen, I think, Matt, I commend Matt Rule for you to get up there and, you know, pretty much call it like it is. He There was, I mean, he there was some coach speaking there, but then he was calling dudes out. And I appreciate that. And I, I've always said that about Matt Rule. I appreciate his uh, his his uh, willingness to share and be transparent. In the, and, and I know it'd be a lot of coach speaking there, too. But some of the shit he ain't got to share, right? He ain't got to tell us about Robbie Anderson. He ain't got to call out Sam. Like, how, how many coaches are going to call their quarterback out like that? So I, I commend him for it, for me. That's just me personally, because uh, he, he ain't got to do that. But anything else? Was there anything else that we missed um, that, that he talked about? Um, no, nah, I mean, that was the big thing for me. I mean, I think he he, he also – they did ask him about Joe Brady – and I think they were trying to get him to say something bad about Brady, but he he refused to do yeah, it. Yeah, they, they tried. They that. yeah, they tried to to try to draw some some Joe Brady heat. 
uh, they were asking about whether, you know, because you you're saying uh, very adamantly that you want to run the football. Like to me, it seems like, yo, have y'all had the discussion? That's pretty much the question that they asked was, yo, have y'all already talked about this? Because it seemed like, yo, this is coming out of nowhere. This seemed like it's been on your mind for a minute. And you just now like, have you talked about it with Joe Brady? And I think it was a valid question. It was a valid mm-hmm. question. Valid question. So, uh, but it, yeah, that was the press conference. Um, if I, if there's anything else we missed, yo, like the chat up uh, and, and let me know. Oh, they did ask him about the two oh, timeouts. Yeah, oh, yeah, they that's asked, on Sunday. That was after the game on Sunday. Yeah, they asked him about that after the game on Sunday. Um, and he pretty much spoke fast about it. Uh, he he really didn't. Pretty much what, what Matt Rule said was that, yo, um, you know, we had some guys go down. TMJ went down. Zilstra went down for a little bit. And there were some guys that were uh, not align, aligned properly. Align, they weren't lined up properly. Uh, and so Sam, we didn't know. He didn't know whether the call uh, was 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 relayed properly in the huddle, or they didn't hear something right, or something wasn't right. Uh, but you can't. And we'll talk about that later. But I mean, yeah, that stuff like that can't happen because we ended up having to take a penalty after that. It was a holding call, and that took us out of field goal range. And we had to punt. Shit like that just can't happen, bro. It, it yeah, I happen. think the problem was yeah, it was like it was like what was it confusion, and then the confusion. And then Sam was trying to fix it, but then so Sam tried to call the timeout. The timeout. And then, you know, at that point, you can't call a timeout back to back. Yep. Yep. All right. So let's let's move on away from uh from Matt Rule again. Solid press conference. It's a very, very good listen. That, yeah, it's one of the better, already. it's probably the best one he's had. It's it's a when good when it comes one. to content and things of the sort about what happened in the game. I mean, I I hope this is a soul searching moment. I was hoping that was gonna be last week, but last it sounded week, like yeah. Last week it should have been it, but I think this one might have been it. So I'm hoping it is. Yo, I'm done. Shout out to Cage Luke Mister, bro. Appreciate the super chat, bro. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny, dog. Uh, but yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, so let's let's move on. Let's move on. All right, so again, I, I'm gonna say it again. We got skull clapped uh, right up out of our own stadium, uh, and. Uh, How yeah. was the fan base? How was the fan? Man, the whole the whole uh, visitor side lower level was full of Vikings. It was literally all purple. But I I don't really I don't really want to get into that conversation, man, because I I was on the I was on the town hall last night and uh, they, I, I get it. Oh, most of the fan base is like, yo, winning product will stay. I, that's very and it's valid. You can't argue that. You can't argue that. But. At the same time, you can, but you, Vi- you can't. No, no, Vikings, I'm about. you the- can, but you can't. Because here's my, and just like you said, right? What have the Vikings done over the past 25 years? Right. The Vikings haven't won a Super Bowl. They don't have a winning product. And they literally took over half our sideline, bro. So we can't, we can't sit up here and say, I get it. You guys want to win. You don't want to get by the tickets. I get that. I completely, and it, it ain't, it isn't cheap to, uh, I mean, it isn't cheap to, to come to a game. We have some of the higher price tickets to be as good as the, the at the level we're playing. So I get it. I get that. Um, but at the same time, you're still watching them, right? You're still supporting the team in some way. You're still throwing on your Panthers gear. Like I can understand if you was like, yo, I'm done with them. This is a wrap. Like, but you're still going to support them. Like, you're still watching them. Like, I know, I know Panther Buzz said it about the, you know, people migrating stuff. Yeah, but it's not like, 
you guys are acting like it's like Minnesotans that are like heading to the South. It ain't Minnesotans. Like if it's New York, got it. Understood. Philly, cool. DC, cool. Minnesota, fam? Minnesota? That's my point. Like their fans, so like when people say, oh, well, you know, fans migrate, I get all that. But like we're talking about teams that haven't really been that successful. Like, when was the last time Minnesota been to a Super Bowl? None of us in here were born. Facts. None of us. Facts. And they lost. Like, they've never won a championship. They've been in this league way longer than us. And, and I get it. And I, I've heard some people say, yeah, you can't tell people to do it with their tickets when they sell them. You're right. You're right. Well, you can't. No, well, no, somebody, no, Warren Wyatt posted a tweet about that yep. saying, stop selling tickets to the other fans. And the fans responded by saying, none of you guys bit in the, in the Royal Riot area. Because I guess Royal Riot has an area where you could sell it to other fans. They, they do have a ticket exchange, but you have yeah. to be a member to get the ticket exchange, though. Like, I think they should open it up. If they're really serious about it, they need to make that more public and have them. Maybe the, you know what I would do? Maybe the Royal Riot could purchase these tickets, right? And maybe they could resell Or not. Them. I mean, or open I don't know. Like I'm you, just saying. I, think, I don't, I got, the I don't have the answer, Sway. No, but I think the no, no, you do. Like a better idea is to open up ticks and change to everybody. So then you can try to keep the fans within the fans type of yeah. thing. Maybe they charge some fee to to do it to maybe kind of, you know, reduce the churn of having it get sold to other fans. That might be an option too. Um, but ultimately when it boils down to it, you know, when you when these fans sell their tickets on Ticketmaster or StubHub, they can't control who buys them. Like there's no control over that. Now this this I, I agree understand with that I, I agree with Jared on this because at the end of the day I'm looking at it now the average we have the one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve the 14th highest average ticket price really are, yes it's high it's expensive Dave it is and I agree I agree because with Jared that, on that because the thing is like the reason why you saw so many Eagles fans is because of how high they are yeah you'll but, see New York fans agree how high. but. Exactly. So you look at the team, and we're we're above the NFL average, Dave. So you, even the LA Rams tickets are cheaper. The Dallas Cowboys tickets are cheaper cheaper than ours. The but Chiefs the Dallas Cowboys got a hurt, but the Dallas Cowboys got a hundred thousand people. I agree, but the tick the key the Chiefs tickets are cheaper than ours, right? The Bucks tickets are cheaper than ours. Buffaloes are too, by the way. The Bills, they're cheaper. the Bills have the cheapest ticket in the league. Yeah, they do. Cause that one of the games I've ever been, I've been to Ralph Wilson Stadium. So and, and so that's why I agree with what Jared is saying. Yes, the product is trash, and I think you you do need to lower the ticket prices to Evan. Like you're gonna raise the ticket price if we good. So why not lower them when they trash? Like well, that's what so the Falcons. I, that's I agree what, with that's that. what Blank did. That's what Arthur Blank did to get more more fans in the seats. He lowered the ticket prices when they were bad way after he took over the team to try to get more of the fan base in the seats. And then he started raising them, obviously, once, you know, they got good and all the other shit. I mean, Vic built that stadium. I stand by that. Yeah. But. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough conversation to have because, yes, it is expensive. Yes, you have to pay for parking. Parking is not cheap. Parking is expensive. Um, the the buy beers, everything is expensive. So the whole game day, experience, it's changed, bro. Because like the whole game day experience is not, it's not cheap, bro. So I get it, and there is some level of class. And I, I think I was in this in this in the super chat, uh, excuse me, in the uh, town hall last night, and there is some level of classism when it comes to that because you can't just say show up, right? It's and I, I'm yeah. guilty of that too because I've yeah. said it. 
I yeah. said, yo, just show up. And it's not that simple. Absolutely right. I agree with that. Um, but we've got to find a solution, bro, because there is such thing. And I don't I don't know. People people seem to overlook this. There is such thing as home field advantage. Right there. That exists. Like when your crowd is so loud and they're causing false starts, the 12th band, all that shit is real, bro. Like these the home field advantage matters. And when your your stadium gets taken over by other teams fans and they start skull clap, skull clapping and shit, I got it on video. The whole the whole bottom row was skull clapping. It was a lot of Vikings. I didn't expect that many Vikings fans. It wasn't as bad as the Eagles game, but it was a lot of it was a lot of Vikings fans in there. So it's it's a tough discussion to have, and it, it's a lot it's a lot of nuances in the discussion, Dave. It's not it's not that simple. Oh no, and, I'm not I'm not doubting how expensive it is to go to a game. Because I can understand, because um, Charlotte is a growing city. Like Charlotte ain't Charlotte ain't is a is a major city now. So major city means major prices, bro. I get it. I understand. Yeah, I can't afford yeah. to live in Charlotte. Yeah. So so at the end <laughs> of the day, man, like everybody's right. Winning cures all. Winning is gonna get butts in the seats. So at the end of the day, you get the W's, the people will show up, and that's a fact. Because we've seen it in 2015. But the ticket prices wasn't that high in 2015. That's either. true, but I mean, you got to account for inflation too, Dave. I mean, yeah. I, so I, it's, I agree. It's, it's more than just inflation. I, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's, it's more than you're just right. inflation. I'll you're leave right. it at that. You're right. You're right. It, it is like I, because I think when you factor in COVID, when you factor in the fact that we have a brand new owner and how much you spent for the team, there's a lot of other factors involved, and then you factor in the growth of the city, like. Your clientele matters too, right? Like Charlotte ain't Charlotte ain't the Charlotte in the nineties. That's nah, the best not. way to put it. It's not, or even early two thousands, so to speak. But for me, I mean, just just to be clear for me, bro. Like it, like honestly, man, it was, it was, and we talk about it. And I was gonna bring this up if I, I didn't get a chance to speak at the town hall, the Twitter town hall yesterday. But I was gonna bring this up yesterday. I even people, you, we talking about, we talking about like buying tickets, right? I had a hard time even giving away. Tickets to the I had like six or seven, eight Saint tickets to the Saints games, and I had a hard time giving them away, dog. I had a hard time giving them away. Yeah, but the free. Problem, they don't they don't have a player, and the other problem is too, and we probably can say, and we folks have probably already said this in the past. We don't exactly have a player that 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 puts butts in the seats, and the one player that we do is McCaffrey, and he's not playing. No, we had we had C Mac at, at the Saints game day. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe he ain't the he ain't the same draw as some other folks that we used to have, like a Luke Keekley or a Cam Newton. Well, that's a fact. Well, I mean that I mean that matters, dude. Like you gotta have you gotta have a guy to come see, like Steve Smith. Like you gotta have that guy. And if this team wants to look like the WWE and not want to have superstars, then okay. You know. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. That was an interesting conversation, though. Interesting conversation because I think it's something that need to be had, but. Anyway, we we uh, caught the we got skull clapped. I, I like saying it. It's not funny, but we got skull clapped thirty four to twenty eight uh, by the Minnesota Vikings. Let's talk about these the rookie report. Uh, you know, obviously Terrace Marshall exited the game uh, pretty quick after he got uh, decapitated. He got his muffin cap peeled back. Um, he got two targets, one reception for nine yards. See, he I'm sure he would have been more. Uh, Involved in the game plan had he, uh, you know, been on the field a little bit longer. Um, but it is what it is. Brady, Brady Christensen, that is incorrect. I didn't remove this caption, but he did not play. Uh, let me just take that out because that's gonna, yeah, take he, did it. Not, yeah. he did not play. Sorry, 
And Derrick Henry just busted for a 76-yard touchdown, bro. Yeah, so Brady Christensen did not play. Uh, Tommy Trimble, he had two targets, uh, zero receptions, but he did have the uh, two-point conversion rushing touchdown. Uh, that might have been a catch, technically, uh, but it was on the two-point conversion. Uh, Chuba Hubbard had a decent day, 16 carries for 61 yards, a touchdown. He also had one reception on three targets. Uh, one reception on three targets for four yards. Davion had Nixon bad, had a bad drop too. He had a bad Jeez. drop. He he definitely had a bad a couple. I think he had two drops, by the way. Two yeah. drops. So his hands got I, I thought they were improving. He was catching some of his targets that he was getting, but uh obviously it's not consistent enough. And he has to he has to fix that. He's got to work on his hands. Uh Davion Nixon, five snaps. Uh he did have a QB hit and two tackles, I believe. I don't know if I updated that. Um Hey, I don't know if I updated an updated that or not, but uh, Key Taylor, Key Taylor balled out, bro. Yeah, he played sixty five snaps, ten tackles, eleven targets, allowed eight receptions, sixty five yards. Had himself a day, bro. The touchdown he did give up on uh, was against Adam Thielen, and that was just a hell of a catch. Mm-hmm. Good throw. He was in position, so I ain't gonna kill him for giving up that touchdown. That was just a damn good catch. Uh, PFF but, didn't man, kill him either. 75 points no, is a good-ass score. 75 is a great, great score. from P- I, This dude's balling, bro. And I told y'all I was excited about when we – I went back and looked at my reaction when we when we drafted him. And, yeah, I, I, my energy has always been for Keith Taylor. I didn't think he was going to be this good starting out. I'm going to be honest with that. I did not think he was going to be this good. And, of course, he wasn't supposed to play this early. But this dude's going to develop and be something solid, bro. It's going to be something solid. So, when you know, when if, if uh, you know, C.J. Uh, Henderson – doesn't pan out or you know we don't keep stefan gilmore key taylor is going to be a, a solid solid cornerback for the future but i love i love key taylor love his game uh physical cornerback and he comes from uh from cor- a good good secondary school in washington washington always puts out good cornerbacks uh and so bro they they he played well man and uh Shai smith also he had eight snaps uh two targets two receptions for 20 yards, had a nice little – it was considered a, a pass where I think he had a little jet sweep or, or reverse. And uh, that was a great, great play. Um, so we're getting him involved. Um, I saw him out there fielding punts or fielding kicks before the game started, so I was excited. Knew we were going to see him, uh, and it, that was that was a good look. And we have not seen Phil Hoskins yet all season. All right. So, um, yeah, Troy, yeah, Troy Prime is definitely – yeah, this is – this is correct. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. ain't no ain't gonna be no room for him moving forward. No, sir. It's pretty Henderson, much a done deal for him. CJ Henderson was hurt. Yes, CJ Henderson, he has an injury tweak. It didn't feel right. It wasn't good enough to go. Uh so he he sat, but he was hurt. Um any uh, anything else on the rookies, Dave? Nope, that's it. All right, so interesting stats. Again, the game within the game. Uh, red zone efficiency was was there. We got to the red zone three times. Most of those, I think, no, the I, I know the defense put us there a couple times, and uh, and then you know we got there late, but uh, two or three, sixty-seven percent. That's that's okay. Yeah, Third but down, only gotten there three times is the problem. Yep, yep. Third down efficiency, um, not good, not good there at all. Um, pass completions, not good. Seven of fourteen for forty-one percent. Yes. There was eight drops. According to PFF, there were eight drops, but at the same time, there were only 25 catchable footballs. So if we're gonna go, if we're gonna talk about context, 
go all the way into the context. Okay. Yes, there were drop footballs, but there was also some uncatchable throws. Okay. A couple of them joints. I know one of the throws for Robbie that y'all may count as a drop. I mean, he had to lay out to catch that shit. And uh, he couldn't he couldn't quite get it. That did not count as a drop because it was uncatchable. Um, so uh penalties, six for twenty-eight. Shout out to the refs. I think we had the refs on our side. A few a few of our drives got extended because of penalties, to be honest with you. Uh, so the refs uh, definitely helped us out, but we did get uh, six penalties uh, t- for 28 yards called against us. All right. So rushing numbers, 23 rushes, 118 yards, um, 5.1 yards per carry. I mean, and, and again, this does, a, this does count for one of the big, big uh, rushing plays that Sam Donald has had. That, that is included in that. So um, I thought Sam could have used his legs a little bit more. Uh, and I thought we could have gave two the ball some more. I know Austin, I was sitting next to Austin d- during the game, and I was screaming, run the football the entire game. I was screaming, run the football, run the football, run the football. And uh, for some reason, we just kept slanging it, man. We kept slanging it. And again, yeah. even Matt Rule agrees with me uh, that we need to run the football more. So I've been saying that for since the Dallas game. I've been saying we got to run the football. And we did it against the Eagles. The what, Eagles it, I think, what it boils down to, man, when you are game when when you have a game managing quarterback and your intention is to have somebody be a game manager, he shouldn't throw the ball more than 25 times a game. That's the number. He shouldn't throw the ball more than 25 times a game. He can't throw it 40. I can tell you that right now. And he shouldn't be throwing it 30. And he's throwing it 30, at least 30 every single game this, this season. At least. So yeah, for sure. Uh, and then we lost, uh, you know, run defense, bro. Run defense, we got carved up. Davin Cook came came in, and him and Madison, they they torched us up pretty good. Uh, we gave up 5.5 yards per carry. Last time we did that, we lost. See how that works? Wait, wait. Uh, you got but but, it, but yeah. wait, wait, but it gets better. How many times did they run the ball? 36 times, Dave. 36 times. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we know, gave up some we gave up some big plays in the run. The run sets up the pass. I know. I think some of you guys know how football works. The run sets up the pass. So if you can run the ball down their throat, you can have folks like Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson have good days. Yeah, those guys were open. I went, I went back and rewatched the game. It was hard. It, it, you get a different view when you watch it uh, from the you know from the the regular camera view. So I went back and watched it, and dudes were just they were oh we gave up some big plays. Like I said, the defense is not void of any any uh, criticism because they gave us some big plays. Uh, but they also kind of buckled down when they counted too, uh, and they got put in some terrible positions. Uh, so just calling a spade a spade, uh, the, you know, it kind of it is what it is. I can go through the whole game, uh, the whole game flow, and, and tell you how bad positions they got put in. Um, it, it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, t- but time possession, we got dominated in time possession, and we almost got doubled up on, and uh, that doesn't even include um, uh, our overtime, the overtime numbers. So if you include the overtime numbers, I think you were up in, what was the day, like 43, 40. 43, 43 46. minutes, yeah. Was, yeah, something was, like that. We got we almost got doubled up on. So I think there's a stat flying around. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh there's a stat flying around that we um we gave up. Here we go. The Panthers defense played 84 plays. 84 defensive plays, and that was tied for the most in a regular season game in franchise history. And we gave up a whopping 571 total yards. So again, we we could not sustain any drives. Thanks to the refs, a couple of them got extended. Uh, but 
defense got put in bad and they couldn't get off the field either. So it, it kind of just is what it is. Look at third down defense, you know, 43%. That's solid. And I like anything under 50%. So they did a decent job. Um, but the fact but, the fact that they had sixteen they had sixteen opportunities to have a third down is the problem, man. Exactly, 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 exactly. So, um, and yes, that does include overtime. You're you're right. So overtime does matter in that 80, 84 plays. They were on the field a lot, though. They were on the field a lot. Unfortunately, the the uh, the coin flip didn't go our way. Uh, but it, I mean, it is what it is. But total pressures on defense, and this is again, this is where you can be critical of the defense. Nine total pressures. That's not gonna. That's not gonna cut it. Nine pressures. And you remember that guy, Christian Derisau, another guy, another left tackle that was available in the draft that we passed on. He did pretty solid up against Brian Burns and company. Um, not nine pressures, four QB hits, and five hurries. You ain't gonna win many games like that. You got to get to the quarterback. I know we were there a couple times. Brian Burns, he he, he whiffed on one. Um, we we got We got to get dudes to the ground, man. We got to get dudes to the ground. We're getting close, but nine nine pressures ain't enough. I think that's definitely by far. I believe our lowest total. I think our lowest total before that was like sixteen or something like that. So um, we got to do better there. Defense got to got to ratchet up. We got to get some pressure on the defense. Um, so uh, and then on the offensive side, we gave up fourteen pressures, which is an upgrade, right? I, I got the up arrows for that. We gave up three sacks. I know that's still three sacks, but only gave up 11 hurries. Uh, I thought the offensive line did a better job uh, than what – and this is all relative to their bottom, right? They sucked last week. And so compared to that, they did play a little bit better. You can't blame the offensive line for that first interception thrown. You can't blame nobody not getting open. So I just saw somebody comment, oh, you're going to blame – you're going to bail Robbie out for – for uh for for whatever and then and, and you're not gonna you know give Sam Donald a cape for uh the offensive line and bullshit. You did you see that first play? <laughs> Yo, I, I I wanted to ask you this, man. How the hell did you react? Because you were in the stadium when that shit happened. Bro, I was I, watching first, on TV and shocked. Bro, I was I was screaming because Robbie Anderson was wide open. You could see it from our view. He as soon as Robbie got open, Sam Donald looked the other way, bro. He credited him for going through his progressions. His first read was Robbie. He looked at Robbie. Robbie didn't get open initially, but Sam, if he just stayed patient in the pocket, bro, he had a nice, nice. If he stayed patient, he heard he heard those footsteps, Dave. So he looked, he looked, he panicked, and then he threw the football late. He went back to Robbie and then threw a just I don't know a duck, uh, and and. Let Breland get to it, and so, but Robbie. And the Anderson, irony of it being Breland, by the way, who could have been, a, who should have been a Panther, but he couldn't fit past a physical. Yeah, he he panicked. He panicked, bro. He panicked, dog. He panicked. He and it, the the thing that the the most critical, I, the most thing that bothers me about Sam Donald, dog, is he does he doesn't throw people open. Nope. All right, you have to throw with anticipation. Throw it out, yo! Throw it out there, fam. Let the receivers go get it. He's waiting till guys are open and then throwing the football. You got to throw an anticipation, dog. That's the one thing I'm gonna be super critical of. It's gonna be that you got to throw an anticipation. Throw guys open. He's not doing it. He's throwing at guys. It's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. Um, let's see here. Hmm. Hmm. 
All right, we're Preach. not going there, man, because I ain't, I look, man, I already, I already spoke my piece on that. Preach. Preach. Um, but then our offense, scoring offense still sucks. Zero in points. Third, in the third quarter. The that's defense, five out of, the, the five spe- out of six. Get- special team scored, Dave, in the third. Offense didn't. Nope, five out of six. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it was a very, very wild game, man. Wild game. But let's let's move on. Dave, hit us with some underdog. Well, I will say this about underdog fantasy: if you did like me today and said that Derrick Henry was going to run under hundred yards, you're not going to make it in your pick'em league. Because I'm going to tell you something. But the bottom line is, man, underdog fantasy has a pretty, um, pretty, pretty good game going, so to speak. Uh, the basketball season is starting tomorrow, so they already got numbers up. They got the pickups for the NBA. They also have a best ball for, for basketball season. That's that you might have some time to get in. Um, there ain't too many places where you can win twenty times your money uh, in the pickups. So check out Underdog Fantasy. Use the code PNP, and it helped to get ten dollars towards your deposit, and it definitely helps out the channel. So I appreciate that for everybody who has signed up so far. Yeah, man. Go over there and just sign up, dog. Sign up. Have some fun over there. It's a super dope product. Uh, they're going to blow up. They're going to be huge, dog. They got some really cool stuff. Uh, so get in on the ground floor, dog. It's a super dope product. And like Dave said, it helps the channel out tremendously. Y'all have no idea. If you just go over there, sign up, bless. Free. That's free support right there. All right? So help us out. Go over to Underdog Fantasy. Use the code PMP. All right? All right, moving on, moving on. Stock up, stock down. Let's get it, Dave. Let's That's get it. That's all you got put right there. We gonna stop here. You, you just leave it right there. We just we can just do the whole piece. Cause, dude, I'm curious to see who the hell you got stocked up. Hey, man. Hey, I found some stock ups, dog. I found some stock. You found ups. that's plural. Yeah, I found multiple stock ups, but we gotta start here, Dave. Stock down, down the receivers. Uh, okay, the receivers, dog. The receivers. Um, shout out to uh, Dominique for the uh, super chat, man. Appreciate that. He said, "Hey guys, man, the Panthers are like watching a roller coaster it's up." At- yeah, I feel you. You're right. You right. Imagine being there, dog. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. It's tough. They do make it hard. They make it hard every every week. Pause. Um, but all right, so let's let's get into the stock up, stock down, Dave. Uh, Robbie Anderson had ten targets, four catches. Three drops. Not good. Now, I 40%, will give 40% catch rate. 40% catch rate. Uh, I'm not good. I don't know how, of how many of his targets were catchable. Um, so I, I do not know that. I don't have the number for his particular uh, reps or his targets. Uh, but it's it's crazy. You got to catch these footballs when they hit you in the hands. He has some, he had a, a bad one. And it's good. This is starting to become an issue, even going back to last week. Um, and shout out to Robbie, man. He he did get out in front of the cameras. He did have a press conference today. He did own up to it. And uh, he, he pretty much said, yo, I got to do better. Hey, take accountability and, and do what you got to do. So um, shout out to Robbie, but we, we need you to be better, bro. You got paid. You got that money. Uh, and, and now we, you can't fall in that category where you get paid and fall off. All right. We, we need stop. You. I, I want to I need to I need to address something. I have to address an elephant in the room real quick, and we'll get back to these receivers. You just showed up, buddy, and it's fine. Um, we 
this fan base compared Teddy Bridgewater to Cam Newton a lot last year when we had no reason to because we knew what the decision was made. So we're not really going there today. But anyway, all right, back to these receivers, man. Uh, shout out to Kyle, man. He said Sam looked uh, well in the first quarter. Where was that at, bro? I agree with you. I agree with you, dog. Agree with you. Um, the coaching staff. Uh, but yes, go, going back, y'all threw me off for a second. Sorry. Uh, so DJ Moore also Dave, thirteen targets, five catches. God, th- three drops. Under fifty percent. Yeah. yeah, not good, man. Not Under good. Under forty percent, actually. Dude, yeah, dude, dudes had a couple drops, bro. Dude, dudes had a couple of the drops out there. They didn't help Sam Darnold out again. Just, just to put some context around that. Only twenty five of his throws were catchable of the forty one. Uh, so we we're not gonna sit up here and say Sam was placing it there. But when he did, uh, you you do gotta catch the him. football. You gotta they catch the football. Him. So I, I I gotta we gotta call like we see it. Uh, receivers do definitely need to be called out. And uh, he did. Yes, he yes. DJ Moore did have the fumble too. You guys are right. He did um, have the fumble. Crit- critical, 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 critical mistakes. Uh, especially for guys who we hold in high regard, right? We love DJ Moore. I think, D- again, like I said uh, last week, DJ Moore is quickly becoming for one of my favorite uh, Panthers, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he comes out and he has a lackluster game. But everybody's entitled to a bad game. Now, when it starts to become consistent, then we have issues. Robbie Anderson is fall- starting to fall in that category. I'm going to be honest with you. DJ Moore, not so much. DJ Moore had a bad game. All right, but Robbie Anderson is the one starting to fall into that category of consistent drops, and it's not good. He's got to do better. He's got to do better. All right, anything else on wide receivers, Dave? Nope, I want to – nope. Next thing. Give me something positive to say, man. Here we go, positive. Keith Taylor, we talked about Keith Taylor Yeah, we talked about him. Keith Taylor, again, I give him his credit. He deserves to be in this category because, again, just to follow up on what I said, he's a rookie. This dude is a rookie playing at a very, very high caliber right now. Uh, and, again, he ain't supposed to be out there. Every time he's gotten a chance to step on the field, he's played well, man. So, Keith Taylor is a, is a baller, bro. He's balling, and I'd be remiss if I didn't put him in the stock-up category, even though we already highlighted him in the rookie report. So, shout-out to uh, shout-out to Keith Taylor, man. Uh, yeah. But we'll move on. We'll move yeah. on since we talked about him. In, uh, yeah, he balled, already. man. He balled. He was outstanding. So, Dave, honestly – Hold on, Dave. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, Dave? I I just left this here. I did. I couldn't. I, this was the this is the same photo I used last week, and I just left it there. I just left it there, man. Because it's, it's easier to do sides when it's the same thing every week, exa- right? Exactly. Ex- bingo, bingo. <laughs> you are one hundred percent correct. And that's I just left it there, bro. Like they're not giving me anything. And, and listen, Matt Rule taking ownership for it. He said it starts with me. It starts and ends with me, bro. We appreciate that. But again, zero points in the third quarter. Again, piss poor offense. You, we got to do better. We need balance, fam. We need balance in this team. We're not going to be successful leaning on the defense. The defense has injuries, right? We we talk about how the defense didn't play didn't play that great. There's no Shaq Thompson. There's no J.C. Horn. There's no Justin Burris, who's also expected to return as well. There's no uh, – who else is missing, Dave? Um, uh, no C.J. Henderson. 
So you got a, a lot of guys missing from this defense, and I give them credit. They played well. Uh, but you got to play complimentary football. And I know the stats won't won't say they played well, but they did enough when it when it they got put in terrible positions. And for the offense not to compliment them, this goes way back. Even Dave, how how many times have you heard me say complimentary football? This goes back to Rivera days. We always missed the complimentary football. Either one side would show up, the other side wouldn't show up. Back in the Rivera days. Now we have a defense that shows up, but the offense can't show up. Well, the problem I have is that, and this is my beef with the coaching staff right now. Rule at one point had the gall over the weekend to say that we don't know what our identity is without Christian McCaffrey. And my response to that is this. The man's only played six games out of the 22 that you've coached. So you can't say you don't have an identity without him. When you've here been playing go. this long without him, Dave, you didn't want to. We didn't want to go here. I, all right, so this is a great segue. I didn't want to hit this early, but it's a discussion that needs to be had. Okay. In regards to CMC, yes, we know CMC is an exceptional player. We know he does things to our offense that makes us a little bit harder to defend. But the re, the harsh reality is, and this is what this is why you come to PMP. The harsh reality is, is that, Dave, our offense was slightly below average with CMC on the field. Now, with him off the field, we're trash. Okay? We weren't great. We you, People are acting as if we were a great well-oiled machine with Christian McCaffrey on the field, and that's just not the case. It's not. Fam, we were ranked 18th in total yards through week two with CMC 18th we will rank 18th in scoring offense after week two with CMC Dave we were 30th in third quarter scoring with CMC on the field I just don't understand how you don't have an identity when he's not on the field, when he hasn't been on the field. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you, you're trying to blame somebody that you haven't had. Right. It doesn't and, make sense. Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't, like, you can't say, oh, it would have been one thing if he played for the bulk of last year. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't. He played three games. So, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like that, that, that alone bothers me about the coaching staff more than anything else. Yeah. You're, you're using somebody who hasn't been there as an excuse of why your office is terrible. And that's, that's, that is insane to me. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's, it's asinine, dog. It doesn't make any oh, it's sense. Wild. So, yes, I saw somebody post in chat. Yeah, we did win the games. It wasn't because of the offense. <laughs> They had to barely hold on against the, the, the Jets. Like, come on, man! Like, if we go, if we're gonna call it We've out, we've only been dominated one game, and that was the Saints game. All the other games were close. The Jets was within the possession. We kept Houston in it for a while too. So, but you know, what do I know? 
I, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm with you, Dave. To blame to blame a dude that's not you oh. only have for six games is asking. Bro, you know? like you've had a regular season worth of Christian McCaffrey of no Christian McCaffrey. You should have an identity by now. That's a fact. And you should know how to operate without him. Yeah. And, and, like, you pre- and if not, you should have prepared for it. And they have not prepared for it. Shout out to Dominique with another another super chat. He says CMC, CMC should not make this big of a difference. Uh SMH, we still have other talent. Give the team uh to give the team some fight. I agree. You got Robbie Anderson, who gotta catch the football. You got DJ Moore, who should catch the football. Um, but you gotta get creative. You gotta get creative, fam. Here we go. Uh Ross Gold says, like Smitty said in the pre said in the preseason, those cute offensive plays don't work very often. That's Joe Brady whole playbook. I mean, dog. I mean, yeah. I mean, what what can we do at this point? Hope that hope that Joe Brady gets the job at LSU. I'm pretty. I wouldn't be shocked if, the, if there's other folks within the coaching staff that would be hopeful for it. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's just fru- it's just frustrating, man. Because we all we all recognize the talent that CMC is, bro. But we got bigger issues if you relying all for for. And I get it. The quarterback has his deficiencies. The quarterback has his deficiencies, and he needs a CMC for pass protection. He needs he needs CMC to dictate coverages. I get all that. But you ain't doing something right if you can't operate without that. That means that means your quarterback isn't good enough. That means get a new quarterback. You have to figure out a way to win without said CMC when he when and if he goes down. Because you know what? If you can, that makes you much, much better when you have him available. So I get know. a new quarterback. Get a new OC. Get something. Get, figure it out so that we can operate without CMC. Because that's only going to make you better, right? And I said it again. Look at the stats with CMC. We were not that great with him. Yes, we were getting W's, but that was on the back of the defense. And look at the teams we played. Everybody knew we were going to win the first three games going into the season. Everybody knew it. Nobody had us losing any of the the first three games. It became the games after that. Dallas showed us something. And then we got back into our bad habits against Philadelphia. And then we got into more of our bad habits against Minnesota. And now we got a Giants team coming in, and I don't know what to think. No idea what to think. Because these two guys right there, these two guys right here could easily cost could cost us the game with their schemes. And that's the scary part. Yeah. And I don't know what y'all gonna do if we lose in New York, in New Jersey next week, this Sunday. Ooh, it's gonna be tough. If we lose to the Giants, that's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough. The game is in New York, yes. The game, New Jersey. Same thing, Dave. No, it's not. <laughs> I pick on all Giants fans this way. Let me be. All right, New Jersey. fair enough. Let's, let's move on from the coaching staff. All right, uh, Luvu, Oos, shout out to Oos, man. Frankie Luvu is balling right now, fam. In fact, Frankie Luvu has uh, graded out as the highest graded player according to PFF in four. Out of six games so far, dude. And I know some of it was limited, but dude is balling out here. When he's out there, he's making an impact. Uh, Frankie Louvo, seven tackles, one tackle for loss, and he had the block punt uh, that put up seven on the board for us when we needed it because we damn sure wasn't getting it from the offense. Uh, but shout out, shout out to Frankie Louvo. And listen, he's going to work his way into a contract. He may work his way into another team. And Dave, let me, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. 
do we need to get a a, a Lou chant going yeah, in the stadium? Yeah, can can he get the Lou? Because I don't oh, yeah. is is he good enough for the Lou? He can get the Lou Vu. I, I mean, Dave, gotta, is that is it too close to Luke? No, because do we, do are we disrespecting Luke? <laughs> you got the cook. You can do the Lou Vu. Like you can you can make it work. I'm just saying, man, because we was I know somebody. I think I think um I think Austin said it. Yo, fam. We might need to start up the Louvu channel. I was like, bro, that might be too close. It might be nah, too close. Nah, you gotta, gotta you put some to, respect on Luke gotta, name. We can't just be throwing yeah, out. We gotta get that. We can't just be doing that. Popping, man. <laughs> he said too early. I feel y'all. I feel y'all, man. Too early. Too it wasn't too early for Luke. We were yelling Luke like. Nah, Luke got the, the Luke. We we we. As soon as he grabbed the starting position from Beeson, he was yeah. getting the Luke. Yes, he was. So, uh, but yeah, man. Shout out to Frankie Louvu though. He's balling, man. He's balling right now. Uh, impact and anytime dude's on the field, he's he's making plays. So, and the who, who okay, yeah, the who too, who the Lou. I don't know, man, but Lou, Lou is definitely might be too close. They might be fine. Can we say ooze? We could, do we can oos. do the Uso, we can do the Uso chant. We could, we could. WWE needs a chant somewhere, I guess. Yeah, but all right, but all right, Frankie Louvu, shout out to Frankie, uh, Dave, Sammy D. <laughs> I'm laughing that you picked the timeout one, man. Hey, I had to, Dave, had to, but Aww. hey, listen, we, we talked about it, man. We talked about it, we talked about saying, man, listen, throwing that pick on the first game, on the first, uh, the first play of the game, bro, not acceptable. And again, like I said earlier, 25 catchable throws, I know it was 41. Eight, eight of those joints was dropped. Um, but, fam, we, we, we need more from you. We saw what we saw from you on that last drive, Sam. You had two good drives. You had a, a, the drive um, where we, we drove downfield. I think we settled for three. And uh, where you ran, we broke out for the, the, the whatever, however long that run. I don't know, it's about 20, 30-yard 30, 30 run. When you broke out for that run, you started using your legs. Boom, you was killing. Why did it take to the, the end of damn near – Game on the line for you to get going, fam. And then the last drive where you put the team on your back drove us 99 yards, fam. Two two amazing fourth down conversions. Great throw uh, to, to, to Ian Thomas on fourth down in the back of the end zone. Great Want to hear a story? Great throw. Want to hear a story? Somebody said Teddy would never be able to make a throw like that, right? And again, you know, the Twitter world is quick with theirs. Somebody found Teddy Bridgewater doing a very similar throw to another receiver, right down the middle. Yeah, he so, just he drove us straight down the field in the Vikings game too. Same opponent. Ironically enough, against the Vikings, yes. <laughs> and and, and, the, and we, the field goal kicker missed the field goal, but he gets the blame for it. But anyway, but Sam, back to Sam, right? So Sam, uh, again, f- drove us down, ninety-nine yards. Fourth down in the in your in the back of your own end zone, you hit you hit Ian Thomas. Great throw, great throw. Then he had another fourth down conversion where I think he hit DJ Moore. I believe it was DJ Moore. Uh, who did he hit? Yeah, because it was a fourth down conversion to DJ, and then throws a great goes back to his guy Robbie Anderson. Even after dropping all those passes to score, um, it drives us to, to complete the drive ninety nine yards. 
where was that offense? Where was that sense of urgency the entire game? And again, I'm not just speaking to Sam. That goes to coach staff, goes to everybody. Where was that? You got to ask the coaching staff. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I will say it was fun to watch, but it just, me seeing it made me more irritated because it was like, you had this in you all. Everybody could have been doing this the whole game. Why are you waiting until the final quarter to realize that, hey, I actually got to catch these passes. Hey, I got to actually execute. Like, you know, I mean, Sam has it in him, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're going to have it in you for all four quarters. I mean, he was still, we still didn't adjust at the end of the half. We still looked bad. The time, the double timeout was bad. Like it, it just, you know, the interception in the first the interception of the first play, that was bad. bad. That was bad. Like, you know, you know, the man, the man the has fun, eight the turnovers. Fun, he had a fumble too. Yeah. The man has eight turnovers in, in three games. Eight turnovers in three games. Eight turn. Eight, eight turnovers. One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, interceptions. Eight. Six interceptions in the last three games. Six. Six. What's he on pace for? I don't know. What's, Dave, what's that pace? What's that pace looking like? To lead the league? <laughs> I can do the math real quick. He's got it? seven already. Well, how many games was that? Uh, seven interceptions and six it, We games. doing interceptions or just turnovers, period? Oh, I look, man. I don't want to hear about turnovers because I know he's got more. When you count the turnovers, I think the number's higher. But interceptions, he's on pace to lead the league. Yeah, he's leading the league right now. I think he's, he's already leading the league, leading the league already. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what do you mean he's not beating Wilson? Wilson and Sam Donald. Wilson and Sam Donald had this had the same odds to lead the league in interceptions. He had the same odds as a rookie quarterback that plays for the Jets. So that tells you how Vegas felt about him. And by the way, man, somebody said it um, yesterday. If losing your running back causes you to forget how to play the position at a high level, then you don't have a franchise quarterback. Even though I never thought Sam Donald was a franchise I, quarterback to begin with. Yeah, but yeah, I think I mean, there's yeah. some people in that in that front office that thought he would be, and that's the problem. That's the issue. He's not a franchise quarterback, guys. I don't give a damn where he got drafted. First round nah, picks Zach, ain't always franchise quarterback. Zach does have nine interceptions. Zach has nine interceptions. Uh, Sam Donald has seven interceptions. But I think if you count total turnovers, I Sam think has Sam more. Might be up there. Yeah, Sam. I, I don't know that to be 100 percent true, but I'm look I'm looking at the the int numbers. Patrick Mahomes got eight. Trevor Lawrence got eight. Davis Mills got seven. Sam Donald got seven. Joe Burrow got seven. So now who who now we know that Zach Wilson being at the top of that list is shocking. Because no. of the team he plays for. But then the next question you have is, who do you think else? Like, Mahomes ain't going to stay near the top of that. He, I mean, he's got volume too, though, right? He's, he, his, 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 he's got like almost 100 more attempts than, the, than anybody. Well, no, that's not true. That's not, that's true. not true. That's not true at all. And I'm bad. Now, I'm I, I've he's, seen... got 20, he's got 20 more attempts than uh, the Sam Donald, to put that in perspective. But the thing that's the thing that's interesting about the I keep saying DeLong, Mahomes is that he a lot of his picks were tip balls. A lot of them. I would almost say dare to say about half of them were. 
So it was on the receivers that had a chance to catch the ball and they tipped it and then the other person caught it. That happened a lot. That isn't necessarily the case with Sam's seven. Sam's were pretty much thrown at the guy. Um, the one yesterday was that. 19 interceptions is a lot. That might be that a season. Cool. That might be that might be a career high for him, by the way, just so you know. Three, only three. Three out of eight is still damn near half, guy. 37.5 if you want the numbers, but I mean that's still three out of the eight were, were tipped. 19 interceptions would be the most that uh, Sam's ever had, by the way. So. But anyway. Yeah. All right. So let's move on from Sam. Move on from Sam. You, you, oh, we didn't even lower it. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't change mine. I didn't change it. Oh, no. You didn't lower my shit. <laughs> Hold on. Let's, let's do a live look at lowering Dave's uh, confidence meter. Hold on. You lower mine. Let's, where are you going, Dave? I'll be honest. Like, if he didn't throw that interception with the first play, I probably would have kept. I probably would have lowered it. Yeah, lower. Stop me, Dave. Stop lower. me, Dave. Lower, lower, <laughs> lower. There we go. Damn, Dave. There we go. Live look at lowering Dave's confidence meter, bro. There we go. That's where we're at. Damn. He he's proven to me that he he he's proven to me that he needs way more help than we can give him. And truth be told, th- and so this, truth be told, this this uh, this slide was in reference to um, franchise quarterback, right? Like, how how do we feel about Sam being a franchise quarterback? And Dave, I'm just about ready to delete this shit, to be honest with you, because he ain't it. He's not it. He's not. He's not a guy. I'm I'm willing to build my franchise around. So oh no! I'm, but the thing I'm is, not. I've thing- seen and, and again through six games, I have not. The fact that he looks as bad as he looks without Christian McCaffrey and the way they're admitting, they're essentially saying, dude, we're bad because C-Mac is in. And the fact that he needs a Christian McCaffrey to lean on, that tells me you're not franchise quarterback material. So really, honestly, we can stop this. We can delete this shit now. Well, the thing that the thing that the thing is, and I know folks don't like when we make the comparison to Teddy, but we need to make the comparison to Teddy because everybody was fine with bringing Sam in, thinking that Sam could be a franchise quarterback. We knew when Teddy got here that he was not going to be a franchise quarterback. We knew that when Teddy came here, we never said that he was going to be a franchise guy. We were saying that he was a bridge to the franchise guy, and that bridge became Sam Darnold, and he's not a franchise quarterback. He wasn't a franchise quarterback for the Jets. He's not a franchise quarterback for us. Like, and that's just the facts of life. So, no, he's not a franchise quarterback. And we just have to accept that. And I agree it's not it's not all Sam. But, bro, he's turning that ball over a lot. Nah, nah. He is turning the ball over. And it's not all it. It's not all Sam. No, 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 no. It, it, let's, 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 just say, let's just say this. Because, yes, there are some – I think the play calling – there are some situations where the play calling is bad, but there are some situations where the play call is great and he either misses somebody or, you know, in this instance, in this game, because there was a lot of misses last game. He missed a lot of wide open guys last game. This game, he had a lot of footballs dropped and it looks bad on him, right? He has to take the, a, a casual fan is going to say, well, shit, uh, you know, Sam looked bad. But if you look into the numbers, the eight drops, we we understand that nuance. That's that has this irregardless of the fact to me. There's so many, there's so many um traces to follow 
the 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 breadcrumbs are being left on the ground, Dave. For you to follow, this dude is not a franchise quarterback. Dave, the first breadcrumb was that when Matt Rule said, "We don't need you to come in here and be a leader. We don't need you to come in here and 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 do that and do this and do that. You just come in here, do your job." That's that was first. That was the first indication that this dude is not going to be a franchise quarterback. And then they keep doubling down on it, Dave. They're saying, "Yo." Because Christian McCaffrey's gone, essentially, for lack of a better term, he can't. Yes, the answer is yes. And nobody's going to admit it, but yes, we did. We downgraded the whole offense, damn near downgraded. But we nobody's going to admit it. Nobody's going to admit it till the season's over with. But um, nobody. But the thing is, all you got to do is say this. Sam Darnold has seven passing touchdowns and seven interceptions. The guy we replaced has 10 passing touchdowns and four interceptions. And we're paying him to play for another team right now. And we traded a second round pick that's looking like it's going to be in the 40s at this rate to that team. We gave away three picks for him. So, yeah, we downgraded. But we downgraded from Cam, too, when we got Teddy. So. We can, we can bring that that's up a fact. Day. That's a fact too. We downgraded. We down when we, when we went from Cam we to Teddy. Down, it was a we downgrade. doubled down on the downgrade. We down. We doubled down on the downgrade, yo. We went from Cam to Teddy, Teddy to Sam. We we just we downgrading our way down. You know, yeah. so. Uh, but yeah, man. I, and I know somebody was gonna say he's got five rushing touchdowns, and that's great. But he has. But it, but dude, if we count the turnovers, it's not. It's not. It still doesn't look good. If we had the rushing touchdowns and put the turnover, put the other turnover that aren't picks with it, still don't look good, bro. Still ain't better than 10-4. I don't care what you say. And one thing, one thing we gotta stop this shit right now. What's gotta stop is the babying of this dude. I see a lot of people saying, oh, he's 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 just considered a rookie. This dude is not a rookie, fam. We're not treating him like no rookie. He's a three, he's a, a four-year vet right now. He's not a rookie. Next year he will be out of his rookie contract, and you have to start paying this this situation. So he's not he's not stop babying this dude. This dude's a grown man. He got to take these lumps like everybody else. He got to. He got to. And the thing is, I think a lot of people thought, well, he's not in New York no more, so the pressure's gonna be different. Nah, nah. I told y'all that. I told y'all that. If this dude come down here thinking he's just gonna escape the New York media, nah, fam. This yo, we don't play by our Panthers, dog. Hey, we might not show up to the games, but we gonna but, we gonna but that cook Twitter, your that Twitter game, time. that Twitter game is vicious, bro. Your ass gonna get cooked, B, when it's time to get cooked. So don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted with Panther Nation, dog. We gonna you gonna get flame when it's time to get flame. Um, but and by um, the way, guys, by the way, and I want to go ahead. And, I'm, I, you know, I have to I have to bring out the bad news buried up in this joint, man. I'm afraid I got some bad news because if you guys think that we're going to go and draft a quarterback this upcoming season, if this, if this season falls to hell in a handbasket, you're sadly mistaken. This man's fifth year option has already been picked up. So this is going to be your guy next year too. So the best that we can do is try to put pieces around him. It's for the upcoming year. No, he, he, and here's the thing: even if you go out and invest all this, you know, into the offense, <clears throat> into the offensive line, yo, that offensive line has to mesh. It's gonna take some, t- like it's it's going to be a little bit before we really can start to see, like the perfect scenario. Like Sam needs 
Christian McCaffrey to be on the field 99% of the time. He needs the, the, the number one offense. He needs the number one defense. He needs all of well, that to I, be successful. I, what, what did I say prior to the season? I said this team is a playoff team if our defense plays top five and Sam's just average. And I'm going to let you know right now, buddy, these numbers right now, being at the top of the heap of interceptions, that's not average, bro. That's not average quarterback play. So. But uh, but the thing, here's my problem. Here's my problem, man. Having a high pick would piss me off because that means the Jets are going to get a high second-round pick. No, you know you know what, though? Even if we have a high pick, there's there's a, a high, high chance that we're going to trade it. Yes. Very high. We, well, we don't have, we don't have, no, we're going to trade it because we don't have late-round picks. There's a high chance we're high chance we're gonna trade it. I'm just I'm telling y'all now I'm gonna pull this clip up when it happens. That's some bullshit. No, it's not. The dude, the dude got the, Jake Delone's done more than what Sam Darnold's gonna be able to do at this point. That's, that's fair. That's Jake Delone. Jake Delone got Michelle Muhammad paid, fam. Paid. Got him his bag. Teddy Bridgewater got folks bags last year. He did. What bag is Sam Darnold about to bring to somebody? What bag a, we gonna a, get? A bag full of what, a paper clothes. bag on our heads. Is bag that full it? Of, bag full of clothes. Moving out bags. I mean, we let's let's keep it a buck, man. All right, let's let's move on. Let's get off of Sam. Pause. All right, so Hassan Reddick, Hassan's still balling, making these plays. Um. I don't know. I forgot what his uh his stat his stat line will be. He had a nice amount of tackles. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. I want yeah, to well, bring I want to bring because people will be hating on Jake, but I'm gonna keep it clear. There's one thing that Jake has that Sam does not have, and that's called dog. dog. He's yeah. got the dog in him. That's a fact. I ain't, ain't nobody gonna argue with that. Yo, he's got the dog in him. Sam ain't got that, bro. And neither did Teddy. So just to be fair, yeah, Teddy ain't had no dog in Teddy him. Teddy ain't got the dog in him either. Cam had the dog. Jake had the dog. These last so, two quarters we have does not. So Hassan Reddick, uh, eight total tackles. Three of them joints was tackles for loss. This dude was everywhere. He had the fumble recovery. Uh, he's out there look, damn near looking like a kick returner, too, when he, when, when he picked that joint up. He was moving and grooving out there. Uh, but shout out to Hassan, man. Shout out to Hassan Reddick, man. I ain't going to say what I was going to say. But shout out to Hassan Reddit, man. He he's he's definitely uh, cooking out here. He's balling right now. He's balling. Dog, um, like I want to get back into the discussion about a franchise quarterback because I want to I want to play a game. We can look at this. This hasn't changed from last week, right? Because nobody got a sack. So yeah, did, did <laughs> eighty nine J stuff said, "Let me go ahead and delete the sack contest too." You right, bro? And I got it right here. No, you don't have. I to might delete, well delete it. this shit too. And nah, you ain't got to delete it. the winner. Nah, Brian Burns can catch up, man. I just think he overpursues a lot. He overpursues a lot because he could have had one last week. He could have had one yesterday. Yeah, he, he had one. He had he one. had one for sure yesterday. But he had one. Um. But yeah, man. Uh, but that we still stand. No, no sacks. Zero sacks. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll move on from that. Just real quick, offensive line. This is what the offensive line. I didn't put them on stock up, stock down. I thought they had a decent day. I know the grades are are, are rocky, especially for Paradis and uh, MJ, the bootleg MJ. Uh, but 
Com- in comparison to what they've been, how they've been playing, I thought they played they played much better. This looks just like last week. Nah, it wasn't as bad. John Miller played much better. Oh, Miller was this bad. Is, this this is the John Miller two, we but, expect we expect to see. But the thing is, two out of the five were good, and the rest were terrible. But that happens every week. Cam Cam, Cam is it was playing serviceable. Uh, the three hurries, we'll we'll take that with you know without the sacks. As long as he's not giving up sacks, uh, you Michael know. Michael Jordan gave up all three sacks, huh? Yes, he did. Yeah, he might be on that. I think that's debatable too, though. I think that's debatable. I think Chuba, I think Chuba missed. Chuba gave up one of them because yeah, he I didn't, think Chuba missed he, that stunt. He missed he, stunt. I think he gave up one of them. That's that's my opinion. But PFF attributed that to Michael Jordan. So, um, so yeah, um, but yeah. So in, com- in comparison to what we did last week, I think they did fine. I think they did fine. No, well, no, last week. No, nope. not nah, yeah. They were bad last week. They were, they bad were awful week. last week. No, they were awful last week, and they were serviceable this week. Again, I saw I saw some some clean pockets out there for Sammy. He panicked, and he yeah. he would he would the first interception. The, the first interception that interception in the first play was a clean pocket. That was a clean pocket. He had okay. all the time in the damn world. This might be right. I need to relook at it. Paradis did miss that stunt. He did miss that stunt. It would look bad too, man. Somebody missed something, so I, I don't know. Maybe I gotta go back and look at it again. I see it for a different from a different angle. Helps too. Right. Yeah, they are second in sacks. That's that's a very good point. And we only gave up three, so I'll take that. I'll take that. All right, moving on. Uh so running back production, Dave. Just I wanna just a real quick, just want to show you guys this. Uh pull some pull some numbers here. Um, so Chuba, and we're, we're talking about Chuba Hubbard in three and a half games, Christian McCaffrey in two and, two and a half games. So we saw it wasn't quite full two and a half games, but just for ease, the sake of the numbers, I just stopped it at two and a half. But if you look at the um, the rushing yards, it's it's comparable, especially when you're talking about yards per game. Uh, Chuba's averaging 77 yards per game, and I'd argue if they gave it to him more, he could probably do more because you can see with the touches um, – yeah. Christian McCaffrey's getting six more touches per game than Chuba Hubbard. And it really comes in the receiving game, right? Re- Chu- Christian McCaffrey is eating. When it when it comes to receiving, uh, Christian McCaffrey really does his damage uh, in the receiving game, especially in the yak. Uh, I think he had he, – he's got a ton of yak yardage. Uh, and I think that's where, that's where Christian McCaffrey separates himself from Chuba. Um, but especially when you're looking at the total yards per game, Total yards per game is, is crazy. 390, 349 yards to 364 yards in two games. Christian McCaffrey had a great, great game against, I believe it was the Saints is where he snapped. No, no, in the Jets. Against the Jets. He snapped against the Jets. Almost had uh, almost had um 200. No, he did have 200 to, uh, total uh, all-purpose. So most of his yards came from that game. So. Just want to just putting this out there. I'm not drawing any comparisons. I'm not saying anything. I'm just giving you the numbers. Just providing the numbers. Any thoughts on this day? Only thing is, like like you said, man, if Chuba the, the hands, man. If Chuba yeah. had the hands. We'd be having a. I think the fan base would be having a completely different discussion. Because that's the only thing he's lacking right now: opportunity and hands. Yep. Be- because. Yeah, it, yeah. Like I, I agree exactly what uh, Jay Simp says. Yo, if he, if he cleans up the drops. I think he could he could start to at least threaten defenses, right? And, and mm-hmm. then you start to see people respect him, uh, and you'll start to see some of those uh, 
some of the same nuances that that the in the same nuances in the way that uh, Christian McCaffrey affects the game. Uh, so I, I like I like Chuba, man. He's 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 uh, doing doing solid work out there. All right. Uh, game preview. Uh, we do got a game preview coming up on Wednesday uh, with my man Digi four five six for the New York Giants. Solid content created for the Giants. We're linking up. Going to preview the game on Wednesday. So make sure y'all come join us for that joint. Uh, should should be interesting. Should be interesting. Um, here is the current standings for the NFC South. We have now fell behind. Uh, the Saints were on a bye. Saints were on a bye. That is correct. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of where we are. Kind of where we are. Bucks looking to run away with the division at this point. Again. Yep. Well, they didn't win it last year, right? So the Saints won it last year. So, they're, but they're 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 the cream of the crop of the division. But we said the Buffalo were going to win the division anyway. You know, and the Giants came off of a a freaking shellacking last week too. Yep. All right, uh, and then is it too early for this day? It's never too early. Is it too early to start tracking the draft order, y'all? Is it too early? Too soon? Let me know if it's too soon. Yo, man. Detroit. Too soon? When are they going to win? Yo, shout out to Dan Campbell, though. Dan Campbell straight up called out Jared Goff. Straight up pretty much said he ain't playing well enough. And he didn't sugarcoat it either. Like, even when Matt Rule said that Sam wasn't playing better, he kind of put everybody else in that, no, but everybody's not playing better. Dan Campbell straight up said Jared Goff needs to be playing better. Straight up. And that's why they're 0-6. A hot seat. Ooh, I like this. We'll replace the Sam Donald meter with the hot seat meter. This is a great content suggestion. This is a great. Jason, we might do that. We might do that. Oh, Miami. Yo, the Eagles might have a top three pick, which is wild to me. Yo, do you see all them picks they got? They got a, like three picks in the top ten right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Shit, they got three. T- yeah, Damn, they got three, eight, yeah. and nine. Yeah, yeah. Miami wasn't supposed to be this bad either, though. I can't believe they lost to Jacksonville, man. And that cost me some money too. I would have hit my five if they would have went into overtime because I needed James Robinson to get me six more yards rushing. Oh, welcome to that club. I've been to that club several oh, times. Oh my god, man! When that man and the thing that's crazy about that game in London yesterday, man. Jacksonville was the only team going into that game. Jacksonville was the only team in the NFL to not have a field goal made yet. Yeah, I saw that. And then they, they hit the they game. They made winner. two 50 yarders crazy. in that game. Two. That's that's a crazy stat, dog. Wild. Wild, man. Insanity. You think Flores lost the locker room grandizer? If that's he's the a, case. He's a Miami fan, dog. I know. That's why I'm listening. I was like, if that's the case. The house is about to be cleaned. GM might be out too. All right, Dave. Do you want to open up the phone lines for a little bit? Sure. Let's don't 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 call in yet. Give me a second. I don't know why I don't ever have this just pulled up, y'all. My bad. Because you'd be you be out here being unprepared. Yeah, super unprepared. But it's okay. It's like I almost forget. I need to take calls and I need to, I got to stop sharing for a second to, uh, 
put the audio in. Give me you know, Ryan second. Tannehill only has 71 passing yards. Do you understand how trash that is? But they Dog, don't even need it. That's the offense, B. This is why I don't play Tannehill. Everything go through Henry, dog. That's what y'all want. That's what y'all want us to be. <laughs> like everything goes through Henry. Everything. All right, I got a call, call coming from in. Hey. Jason, I gotta stop sharing for a second. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Oops. To accept, press one. To send a one man. I know my fault. Jason, what's good, bro? <laughs> what's up how y'all doing man man we chilling dog we chilling man yeah that's kind of how i feel after this one um <laughs> this isn't a rant call this isn't a go off because it's 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 sad it's a sad call it's a you know how you know when uh somebody says like i'm not mad at you i'm disappointed that's what this is mm. because how is it that we're making mistakes that are legitimately, I mean, I talked to Noli about this. It's legitimately not an NFL-level mistake. How do you come out of a timeout? You call a timeout on third and ten. Y'all are disorganized. You want to get ready. And that's cool. Burn a timeout, line up, get the play right. You come out of that timeout looking around five seconds on the play clock, still confused. What were you doing during the timeout? <laughs> Yeah, we all just chatting. It was chilling. Yeah, man. Wife came over, man. She cooked a good meal, you know. <laughs> I'm not game. I gotta go pick up the babies. I gotta get her some stuff for school. You know, school back in session, man. They back in person. They got this COVID stuff going on, man. It's crazy, bro. Anyway, third and ten. What are we doing? That's what we look like. That's what we look like. What are we doing? What are y'all doing during a timeout? And you, it's like. Bro, you didn't know you couldn't call back to back timeout. I'm he sitting here yelling at my. That's college, yo. That's college you coach shit right like, there. Oh, you can't call back to back. You can't call back to back. How do you yeah. not know that? He definitely didn't know. That's he was clueless. That's legitimately a college level. I but you know who else? Level. You know who else should have known that? He you know, was like, nah, maybe it's college. You know, Division Two, whatever. Okay, fine. It ain't an NFL level mistake, bro. Ain't no way you slice that. That's an NFL level mistake. And we can see we continue to see things like that. How is it throughout the coaching changes we continue to burn first quarter timeouts like they like they're free? First first quarter, boom, timeout. Middle seven minutes left in the first quarter, timeout. Disorganized, clock running down. How is that continuing? David yeah, Tepper t- said at one point the coordinators are in a, a spot where they can't see the clock. Move them then. And to and to add to that though, uh, we had a couple of delayed game penalties today or yesterday too. That's something we start saw a lot last year. It's starting to creep back up. These delayed game penalties, the the the, the uh, play clock got down to one like several times, several times, um, and they bro, barely beat the shot clock. It's, it's it's I'm watching these games like, bro, y'all don't have to. Every time they break the huddle, it's with under ten seconds on the clock. So by the time they get lined up, see the protection, get a motion in. Three, two, one. Now you got the now you got the defensive ends just they just eating at the trunk because they know you're hiking in at one. So now they getting a jump on you. So those Cam Irving stats, you see, I feel bad for the man because they because the the thing is with offensive football, and we don't talk about the offense specifically. I don't even worry about defense. You're supposed to have an advantage over the defense at every because on every play because you know the snap count and they don't. 
But when they know the snap count, now, and you're constantly in third and longs, you're constantly in second and longs, you're getting five-yard delay of games, you're getting holding calls, and they know you're snapping it at one, well, now it's free-for-all. Now you got the defense line just chomping at the bit. They just got to wait. They don't even have to wait to go. They just know when you're going to go. So I want to see urgency next game. There was no urgency. I want to see life. I want to see spirit. Like, bro, it's just sad to watch. It's just sad to watch. And we need to also call a spade a spade. I don't want to hear Joe Brady's name with no head coaching considerations again. Dog, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't want to hear it. I, I, I do not want to hear it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm calling somebody. I'm calling the league office. No, put him in timeout. He can't. He can't be considered. No. I hope. I hope LSU is on the phone with him. Right. It only makes sense. LSU needs to be the destination for Joe Brady. Go back, coach a high power offense down there, and lead LSU to another national championship because it ain't it here. I think it. That's the only. Uh, it's the match made in heaven for for him. Uh, I think he's gonna get a huge bag if he goes down there. So I'm. That's where I think he needs to go back to LSU. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of done with this experiment with him yep. like we we knew this was going to be a stepping stone or whatever short-term thing anyway and it hasn't looked good so yeah i'm good we can let's move on and we can really evaluate matt rule because i'm not sure no evaluating now bro let's just move on i'm on he got a seven-year contract ain't no way we can rent him out two years yep. so yep. we need to really evaluate some people and so, you know, like I said, it's, I'm not mad. I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, what? Like, come on, bro. Like, what's going on? But, yeah, that's all I got this week, man. I uh, hope you all are good. Yep. Hope you all are staying safe. Hope Sam's good. And um, I'll talk to you all next time. All right, bro. Appreciate the call. Mm-hmm. Dave, Dave, jump in there real quick. Bro, he can be gone after this season. Did y'all see Tepper's face? Have you? Did you see Tepper's face? I saw it. He was pissed. Dude, he can be gone after this season. No, that man ain't got no patience. Call from. Noli. Noli, what's good, bro? Not much. How y'all doing? Chilling, man. What's good? Doing, man. Long time. Uh, no. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. I've been watching. I haven't been able to call. Uh, but uh, yeah. It's just I don't know about y'all, but like I've been saying in the Discord, our. Uh, I haven't really been upset watching these games because this was my expectation. So you know, when I watch these games, I don't even get mad or angry because this is what I expect. And, and you know, if you're one of those that's passionate and you get upset, I completely get it. But um, like I've been saying, they're not going to get my emotional investment until they make some competent moves. Um, about Brady, I do want him to get head coaching consideration so that he can leave. Um, but again, I don't think, I don't think he's that horrible personally. I just think our QB play has not been great. Um, but honestly, I'm done. Uh, I do. I agree with Dave. And my question to y'all is how many wins is it going to take or losses? I should say this year for Tepper to cut the cord with the rule, because I was listening to the radio earlier and when Steve Smith was on and he was saying, he was in the press box with Tepper, and, and you saw that picture of Tepper. Uh, he was talking about Smitty, how he's been with the organization back when they were 1-15 and 15 and people were giving away tickets, and he said, I have seen the amount of changes Tepper has done to the stadium, to the concessions. Like He talked about all the money he invested that fans don't really think about um, 
and to not have a winning product is really irking him. And so I just wanted to ask you know, how many wins do you think, or losses, I should say, for Tepper to cut the cord this year? Because I think eight or nine wins rules coming back. Yeah, ah, man. D- yeah, so Dave is saying six. Um, but I, I think that it the only way Matt Rule gets fired or let go is if we just lose the rest of these games. If we if we lose the rest of these games, I think Matt Rule might be out of here. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Um, but I don't I don't know if Nova can hear me or not. He, he can't hear you. But go it's ahead, fine, Dave. But I'll, I'll say it anyway. Go ahead. Six games, he's gone. If we go six, would you say Dave is saying six, six, six games? He's out of here. Six games, he's out. If he wins just six games, he's gone. I'm sorry, I can't see. (laughs) We won five games last year. If he wins six, I, I don't know how he comes back for a third year. I just, I think the expectation is playoffs for Tepper, and rightfully so. No, people like. Oh well, Rivera's first year he was six and ten, then he was seven and nine. Rivera didn't have this talent, like folks That's forget. True. Rivera is inheriting a two and fourteen year. He did not have this talent, and at least it was Rivera. The problem was we couldn't hold on to the lead, but we had an exciting young quarterback. I, we were getting up early on teams. It was just we couldn't close the games out. I, I don't know. Lee can't hear me right now. Hold on, hold on. This, oh, sorry. No, I was no, about to no, say, we we were struggling in a. Um, we were abysmal. We weren't struggling on offense, and we weren't abysmal during Rivera's two years. It was exciting. It was frustrating to lose the games. But Rule has no excuse with the talent we have now. That's why I'm saying. I don't know. Six wins. I'm kind of just like, uh, I guess we'll see. I think. And all I, right, I. All right. Hold on, Nola. Nola, can we? I'm gonna let. Right. I'm gonna. Uh, you got anything? Yeah, else? yeah, for sure. You got? Anything oh no, else? no. That's all I was okay. gonna say. That's all I was gonna say. I appreciate all right. It. I'm, I'm gonna let uh, Dave address address uh, why why we uh, dropped this call. Oh, I appreciate it. All right, bro. Go ahead, Dave. The difference between what Ron Rivera walked into and to what Matt Rule walked into is this. Ron Rivera had a rookie quarterback. He got to build with a rookie quarterback. And so that bought him more time. Mm-hmm. Rule did not have that. And some of that was based on his decision-making. Getting Cam out of here, bringing Teddy in, getting Teddy out of here, bringing Sam in. So some of these decisions is going to be the reason his demise could be quicker than what happened with Ron. I, I, that's a great point, Dave. Yeah, th- so th- like, you have so to you guys that. can't, you guys cannot go off the seven year deal when we know we don't have a patient owner. Yeah, the seven year deal. I, I thought all, that that's doesn't matter. That's that contract. He's got guaranteed money in his contract. He's going to get paid regardless. Um, so the, the contract is not going to be the reason he stays. He can get cut at any point. Call from Jared. Jared, what's good, bro? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Man, we we, we chilling. <laughs> About as good as we can be at this point. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Oh, man. What a, what a three weeks we've gone through. Yeah. Man. <laughs> um I have no idea what this regime is trying to do. Um I thought it was going to be a rebuild. They've been talking about rebuild. The moves don't scream rebuild whatsoever. They've gone with two veteran quarterbacks. It's too late to go with a rookie at this point. 
I think Tepper is going to pretty much force a trade, um, whether that be Rush trying to leave Seattle, whether that be Deshaun, if everything clears up. Because I think if it continues on this path, he's going to refuse to let them have Sam Darnold next year. I agree. Because he's seen, he's seen bad QB play, and he's not trying to see it two years straight from the same quarterback. So I think he's going to force his hand, and they're going to have to make a move, and then that's going to put us in a situation where we have to give up future draft capital. We get that vet QB, but since we give up draft capital, we can't build him an O-line. And if we go the O-line route through the draft <clears throat> and trying to wait on a rookie QB, all these defensive players' contracts are going to be coming up. It's going to have to let some people go. It's just going to be rough because they half-assed the rebuild. Yep. Yeah, they, I, I agree. They didn't go all in uh, on, on the rebuild. And it's interesting because the only thing that makes it difficult with, with, with getting rid of Sam is that contract, right? He You picked up the fifth-year yeah, option. Money. Yeah, it, it, yep, yeah. So that makes it a little – I'm not sure how to get out of that. Like, can they – cut him before a certain period to void the contract i'm not sure i think it's all guaranteed money yeah i'm not see i'm not sure and then that that goes into the dead money and then we just kind of play in the same game we've been playing we're gonna do the same thing we did with teddy right you paying him to play for the have money for teddy next year too uh not next year not next year i'm just saying in the the same aspect that we we're gonna be paying him to play for another team like we are teddy for this year right and I think Teddy. I think we might have a little bit, little bit uh, for Teddy next year too. We do have money for Teddy oh, next year. Man. Yeah. Oh. So you so that, could. That's my. You could be potentially playing Teddy and Sam Donald. That's and that's my point. So if you already are fine with doing so what Davis, you just did, I know you can't hear me. Yeah, go ahead. But I'm, if you're fine with doing what you just did with Teddy and potentially with Sam, if this continues to go to hell in the handbasket, then why do folks don't think? that rule could be out of here after the second year. I don't understand. Like, if Tepper's willing to mess up the cap with Teddy, like they did this year. He's saying if 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 Tepper was willing to, to go ahead and go drastic and cut Teddy and mess up the cap this year, what makes him think that, yo, we just can't just get rid of rule and everybody else and start the shit over? There's no cap oh, for rule. There's, there's no, and there's no cap for rule oh, specifically. Man. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean he's right. I mean that that there there's no salary cap for coaches, so you just cutting a check essentially, and that's that's pennies for Tepper. So it ain't really in the organization. The organization can eat that 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 uh, Matt Rule money. That's not so. I don't think again, it's not the contract that's going to keep Matt Rule around here. And and I got to we got to give Dave some credit too because Dave was talking about this last year. Like Dave been trying to fire Matt Rule since last year, and said it was on the table. So. Uh, you gotta get credit for that, but yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I just at the end of the day, it's tough because you don't see Sam is not a franchise quarterback. He's not. No, uh, he is who he is, and there's no fixing Sam Donald. He's been like this since USC. He was like that with the Jets, and everybody blamed Adam Gase. It, it he has his part to play in it too, uh, and so it's just it's just crazy. So. What's your suggestion, Jared? Where, where do we go from here? What you thinking, man? I'm I'm cutting ties with Rule. I'm cutting ties with him. Who are you replacing him with? I don't. I, that's that's the thing we got to go into the off season with. Um, Eric B was my first choice. He's still out there available. Um, I feel like this would be a whole lot different if we would have just brought in Eric B and, and Andrew um, Barry. 
Andrew Barry at the same time, not holding on to Herney. As soon as they had that interview blocked from the Eagles with Andrew Barry, I was like, oh, shit, this, this is about to be a fucked up offseason. Yeah, as man. Soon as that happened. There was, and you know what I thought about doing? This That's a great point because I thought about doing a, like a mini docu-series on all the missteps that we've we've taken so far and what it, it how it fucked everything up. Uh just oh, just man. little stuff like that, like the Andrew Berry, Marty Herney situation, the Cam situation. There's just been so many little missteps along the way that you like, yo, if you just did you just made one decision the other way, like it could have been completely different. Um and so I I, I'm, I might do it. We'll see. It'll be my first go at it. Like a Flimlo, I'm not Flimlo. Yeah, a Flimlo rap style thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I got the time for it. But it, it, you got to go all the way great. back to you got to go all the way back to 2015 and start from there, right? You start from there and just right. start all the shit. Just what happened? What happened? What happened? Why? 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 And it's just right. frustrating. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating as Panthers fans. So I get it. I get people not wanting to show up. I get all that, bro. And it's it, they make it difficult. They do make it difficult. So, I don't know, man. I got one more thing, too. Sure. What is Rule talking about trying to figure out this whole identity thing? Like, yeah. he's had CMC for six years. And your identity shouldn't be based off a player. It should be based off the scheme that you want to run consistently. No matter who the players are, you bring in the personnel, and you should be able to run your scheme. So, wanting to base it around a single individual player that has not been here but six games is asinine to me. Yeah. It's stupid. I, I, that makes no sense. It makes no sense. And, and for and everybody, and I see everybody making excuses for us being bad without Christian McCaffrey, and I, I don't like it. Like I, I don't like it. Like you're essentially just giving dudes free reign to be bad just because one player is not. Like, give me a team. Give me a successful team that when one player goes down, their com- offense is completely stops. Successful team. Lamar Jackson has lost three running backs and two offensive linemen, and he's in the MVP conversation. Right. Exactly. So successful teams know how to operate without particular – you have to move on. The next man up, they talk about it, but don't live it, right? You can't, you can't say next man up and then not operate the same. That's not next man up. That's uh, – that's, that's, uh, <laughs> living in the past and pretending, right? You 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 want somebody that you want to produce the same what you're doing the same. You can't you can't even do the same thing you was doing to to really live the next man up mentality. So it's just right. like, yo fam, like it's 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 all BS. So I I don't know. There you can't you can't run a successful team with your whole your whole quote unquote identity living in one player. It don't operate that way. It does absolutely. Not. And 2015 is a great as a great example of that. Going back to 2015, even with with um with uh with with um with KB going down. Not to say that KB was a you know he wasn't all he wasn't the end all be all the offense, but he went down and you adjusted. You know what I'm saying? You you got to figure it out. You got to figure shit out. You got to be nimble and 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 be able to take those hits on the chin and keep going. Especially and we talking we talking about a non quarterback here. We not, I can understand we was talking quarterback. Like I can understand yeah, shit's completely understand. different, but we're not even talking about a quarterback. We're talking about a running back, a hybrid running back. So nobody jumps down my throat. A hybrid running back. This is what we talk. This is what we're talking about. 
Like, fam, no successful team is built around a hybrid running back. Let's just call it a buck. Let's just say, let's put it out there. There's no Super Bowl team being built around a hybrid running back. None. It's just, I'm sorry. It's not happening. It's not happening. And that's a segue into my next thing. I put it on Twitter earlier today. I do plan on doing a another series on how Super Bowl teams are constructed, whether it's positional spending, whether it's uh it's vets to to um to rookies, uh, you know, how those players are performing, positional rankings. I'm gonna do all that. I'm gonna do all that because I think I think Panther Nate, we get so stuck in what the Panthers are doing. Like we forget there's a whole world of successful teams out there being ran the right way. And so like Absolutely. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna break that down because I already I already did. I can give y'all a little sneak peek into it right now, uh, in regards to the positional spending, and it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty, dog. It is not pretty. So just looking at like last year or this year compared to what the Tampa how Tampa was constructed, look at their look at their offensive line and what they spent. They spent damn near forty million in the offensive line, and we spent a nineteen million <laughs> linebacker. It, I mean, it's a couple. It's what about set, running back? Yeah, the, back well, the ones th- that's this year, right? His contract goes up next year, so this this will change. But it, this, that's a snapshot of the positional spending when they won, right? So that running back number will change. Like what they spent on quarterback. Like they went out there and got them a quarterback. So that's just, a, again, I, I'm going to get the, the numbers and, and really dive into it. But that's just a quick, quick, uh, quick and dirty. You know what I'm they didn't spend doing. a lot of money on? Go back. Bring that chart back up. Yep. You know what they didn't spend a lot of money on? The secondary. Well, they got they had a lot of rookies. So this con- that's why I want to build I want to build it with context, right? Because they did have a lot of rookies. They drafted a lot of a lot of their secondary members are, are on rookie contracts. And sec- but look at their linebackers, though. They spent a lot on linebackers, B. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So again, I'm, that's coming. Um, so just stay tuned. I'm gonna I'm gonna break that down for y'all because I think it's interesting. We really need to we we really need to see how these teams are constructed. Uh, so we have a baseline. And again, I don't I don't criticize without like. I try to I try to make as many fact based uh, decisions and opinions as possible, right? I try to if I got an opinion, it's because it's based in something. I don't just I try not to to just go out there on a limb. Uh, sometimes I do, but for the most part, I try to make a fact based opinion. Uh, so it is what it is, man. It is what it is. So Jerry, you got anything else, bro? Nah, man, that's it. I love what you guys are doing, Matt Rule. The used car salesman got to go. I'll holler at y'all boys later. All right, bro. All right. Uh, I'm going to end the phone calls. Yeah. Let me tell you something, man. Everybody was like, well, do we want to risk losing snow if we fire a rule? Yep. Yep. Yeah, because it's the package deal with him anyway. So, yep. I'm fine with it. I think we need to get a new coach. I really do. And I, I want to think that he could turn it around like Rivera did, but... It seems like he's not learning. And some of that might be due to the fact he didn't really get to pick all his coaching staff. So I don't know if I'm open. I might, I might be open to letting a new OC go in there, somebody that he would prefer. Sean Ryan, he's already there. But I don't know if that's something that Tepper's going to let him do. No, I, I, think, think, the big- I think that was always the plan, Dave. I think that was always the plan. But the offense is going to change significantly with the new OC. 
Well, it might it based on what type of was based on what Will was talking about this week. Yes, it's gonna today, change significantly. Yeah, it's gonna change significantly now. Change, like, but that's gonna make like this is where I would love Amazon to be in there for all or nothing, bro. Like this would be the season just to see the dynamics of the of, of what's going on in the locker room with regards to who's calling the plays. Like if we're gonna change it that much, that means rules gonna have a handle on some of the play calling on what which way which route they're gonna go. But you know, but we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm kind of curious. I mean, with the LSU job opening up, it'll be interesting to see how this is. It's a perfect marriage, man. Shout out to Joe Brady. It's just not working out, bro. It's not you, it's us. (laughs) It's not you, it's us. It's not you, You it's us, man. You sound like somebody trying to go through a divorce. It's not you, it's it's us, us, dog. It's me, man. It's me, man. I need to work on myself, Dave. We need need time to work on ourselves. That's just funny, but. But yeah, man, um, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, hopefully, man, listen, winning cures all, right? I, I just hope we can get some W's. Um, and but let's be. I'm a, let, let, I know we're previewing the Giants game on Wednesday, but be honest with me, dog. How you feel about going into this damn game? No, I don't feel good about going into any game right now. Every every game, I feel like is it's it's an L until I until I see us actually win it. Like the Giants are not ter- they're com- they be competitive, dog. They be competitive. Well, I mean, they, in their L's. they do have a pretty damn good corner that we know. Yeah, they got a they got a bunch of good. Co- they got what they got. Um, I'm talking about Bradbury. I said I that we know Bradbury. Yeah, no, I know about Bradbury. I'm just saying. I meant to say that they, their uh, secondary is, is solid. I mean, their defense is good on paper. Yeah, yeah. Alliday, like they they not bad on paper, bro. Everybody's saying we're gonna win, but I want to know what you I guys said. Are we was gonna win lose. the Vikings game. I said, well, I went back and watched the tape of our preseason projections, and I said that we were gonna lose this game. Dog, we were I had us at like six and zero, dog, right now. Yeah, you. No, nah, I, I wasn't that. I think I had us four and two, so I'm only like a game off. I had us beating Philly, but I had us losing to the Vikings in, the, in Dallas. You know, so Daniel Jones is playing. But that doesn't mean anything, bro. Daniel Jones can run too. That, yep. Daniel Jones, Jane Jones playing ain't that ain't gonna stop. Is, Sa- is Saquon out? Yeah, Saquon's still out. So what? No, I'm, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saquon will be out. He's got a low, low ankle sprain, low grade ankle sprain. Saquon should be out. Devontae Booker's gonna play. He's gonna start. So Tony is still hurt. But um, I don't know if Galladay will be back. Um, but we'll probably get into that with uh, yeah, uh, Dig, Dig, he he knows his team, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. but yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that's it, dog. I mean, I ain't, we ain't got nothing else, bro. Like it's rough. Panther Nation, just hang in there, man. At the end of the day, right at now. the end of the day, we still gonna rock with the boys. We love we love the Panthers. That ain't gonna change, no matter who the coach is, no matter who the damn quarterback is. We still gonna tune in. I'm still gonna go to the games. We still gonna it's still P and P. Uh so it's all it's all good, man. We just gonna ride the wave. Uh it is what it is. Uh we 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 can sit up here and, and complain and critique. Uh, but you know, that's our squad. So we rolling with it. We rolling with it. We like a 
Well, let me not say that. That was a that was about to be a terrible analogy, dog. Terrible analogy. I'm glad I caught myself. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we NFL is cyclical, man. Maybe one day we'll be back. We'll be back in the Super Bowl. We'll we'll, li- we'll live stream this week for sure because I'm I'm pretty well, confident that the game will be. I won't. Oh, no, you're not. Be, no, no, no. I won't be here. I'm gonna be in the great state of Florida. So I didn't realize I Florida cannot, was a great state. I cannot. I cannot uh, live stream this week. Okay. Well, if the game's on television. Maybe I'll maybe I'll live stream this week. Yeah, Dave. Dave will live stream for y'all, man. If the game's on TV, if I could just turn it to my two and watch it in 4K at my crib, I'm out. I probably will live stream this week. Yeah, our owner can't buy everything. We we're seeing that this season, right? He can't buy that. You mean he can't buy Wednesday? Nah, man. He'll go I to asked jail. on Twitter. I asked on Twitter how much W's cost. To cut the check, man. It's gonna cost him five more years under rules contract. That's what's gonna cost him. And he got he got it. I know he does. Now I'm yeah. curious to see what's gonna happen after this year because I think if he keeps losing, if we keep losing, man, I don't think I I just don't see us keeping him around. I really don't. I just don't see it because I don't think he's I, he hasn't shown that he has patience and I keep saying it. He hasn't shown patience. This ain't a hedge fund. He hasn't shown patience. So how about them Hornets? What about the Hornets? Didn't they lose by like 70 in the preseason? Not too That's long ago? preseason dog. You talking dog, dog. I don't give a damn what you say. If you score 59 points in the game and lose by Denver, no, we talking 80? preseason, dog. Yes. Tip offs tomorrow, though. It is. Tip-offs. That's why I said shout out to the Hornets. Tip offs tomorrow, man. Y'all ain't going to do nothing. Y'all know y'all ain't going to make the playoffs. You know that. Deep in your soul, you know y'all ain't making Man, they don't do that. Y'all ain't making the playoffs. Don't do that. Y'all ain't. Y'all ain't. Y'all ain't going to make All the right. playoffs, man. All right. So we getting up out of here, man. Uh, make sure you hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, notification bell. Uh, keep riding. We we pause. We we with the Panthers. We rolling. Keep pounding, and hopefully things will get better, man. An- another week, another L or W. We'll see what happens. All right, we out. See you guys. Peace out, folks.